Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Wow, that's a lot of cock. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. This is the Morning Sickness. And we're off and running again. You got about 45 minutes of nice. It's time to play. Be sweet out there. Do your thing because uh, that's mm-hmm. it. Then it's over. I was looking at the temperatures coming up here. 117 on Sunday, 114 on uh, Saturday. That's it. You're done. You stop playing outside. Think of the firefighters. That's all I said yesterday. I'll say it again today. When you're out dicking around, think of the firefighters. You're probably not in the kind of shape you think you are to go stand outside and do jumping jacks in the middle of the day. So think of those poor bastards that have to hump that pack to you, carry your fat ass out of something. That's it. They're decent human beings trying to get through their day just like us. Don't put them through extra. You're telling me we didn't find one body from the Titanic in 120 years. We found one already from the sub. I still think something's not right about this sub. They started tugging up parts last yesterday. We found it. We couldn't find the thing for four days. We were in this massive search, although James Cameron would disagree. And yesterday I'm watching, well, here's some parts. We found it at the bottom of the ocean. By the way, they still struggle to find the Titanic, and they know exactly where it is. It's a crapshoot to send anything down there. But on the floor of the ocean, oh, there's that sub parts. James can find it. It had no GPS tracker on it. It had nothing on it. But that could be uh, bogus information, too. Oh, no, they were showing it on the news yesterday. Here's the pieces. They're they're pulling it out of the water. No, no, no. I'm talking about dropping down to find the Titanic. Trying, oh, know, no, but like, they, no, they've made it clear that with without actual tracking, which this thing didn't have, you're you're guessing that you're not going to get pushed over or off or whatever else. From, and then you yeah. gotta, when you get to the bottom, you got to start looking. And a lot of the times they know exactly where to drop and how it works. But, you know, there's certain times where, like sometimes it's tough to find. Yeah. Because it's pitch black. It's a flashlight. If I said, Brady, uh, you know, uh, turn off all existing light. And in a in an area the size of Montana, find my car door. Yeah. And oh, by the way, all you have is a flashlight. You, you think you do that in a day? And you're not attached to anything. You're fr- you're yeah. Fle- two days ago. Two days ago, right? they said we don't know where it went. Two days. And then they found it, and then they're tugging it up. I'm I, my Jesse Smollett. They're they're just the sirens are flying about this. And I don't I think know what's we being have some hidden. Flesh too. Yeah, yeah, we found some body stuff too. There you go. 
even though on Mythbusters, and you watched this, and I watched it again uh, yesterday on my uh, email, proved what happens to the human body and all of its stuff under a certain amount of pressure in water when the uh, when the compre- when the whole pressure system fails. It, you are you are gelatinized. You are turned into gunk. They used like a, a uh, diver suit, suit deep yeah, diver, and they put in a bunch of uh, dead animal parts pig. and pig bones, and it just it turned it to gel. Yeah, I'm not saying that. You know, somebody emailed and goes, well, there goes your theory. The billionaires were found. And I'm not saying the billionaires weren't on it. I'm saying we're, I'm saying we're being bamboozled with how quickly. Every, two days ago, we have no idea where it is. No idea. Oh, there it is. And here, we're bringing it to you. Here, two days later, we got pictures of it. Something's going on. How come James Cameron can find the Titanic all the time? He never has a 33 problem. 33 times that news I mean, found it. Nobody he, ever yeah. And evidently, somebody shot down another uh, boat just to go look at the bottom of the ocean to find these parts. And they found them like an hour later. And not only that, had him on a boat and in Canada the next day. What? I just don't buy it. There's something about this whole thing that smells like, smells fishy from jump. Someone else wanted to take Ocean Gate's business. Yeah, they got ads in for a pilot opening. Did you see that? They had want ads in there like, for employees. Like, that's a little early. Wow. There's, there's what no way. What you need? Gaming? Yeah. What kind of insurance policy? What kind of, what kind of health policy do you have? Yeah, some dude on Twitch is like, I can do that. That's easy. Yeah. There's I no was, way I'm getting on the SS Maryvale and going down there to the Titanic. No way. Yeah. And I could be, you know what? I'm, I'm the first to admit I could be way off, but this one just smells funny to me. Every every time we're like, well, what are they going to do? Well, they just keep appeasing us. Here, Here's the thing. Don't worry about it. We found it. You found it? Yeah, and maybe even some body parts. You found bodies? You, you said Monday you were searching an area the size of Vermont and it was going to be impossible to find. Without ever saying, hey, we're on to something, they're pulling it out of the water on Wednesday. That's why I was wondering if they were scrambling. Uh, basically, early on, they knew what happened. Of course they knew what happened, but yeah. that's, that was the whole point of the scramble is that, that we're never going to find this thing. And we, we, they don't want evidence. That's liabilities. Nobody wants that thing to pop back up. But Wednesday? When Monday, they're like, we'll never find it. Oh, wait. No, there it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I can tell you to find my wallet in my yard at night with nothing but a flashlight. And you would struggle. It would be, it, it's just, <coughs> oh, this is insanity, insanity. And I'm the first to admit I'm rooting for it to be, uh, you know, pear-shaped and less than real. I want. I know what happened. I know thing, people always confuse when I say stuff like this that I don't think it happened and it's all. No, I think the story we're being told is manufactured because there's something we don't know that was much bigger that happened that we're like, ooh, people can't know this. So just appease them with stuff. It just seems so fishy. It's like, look, they they found it. It's good. Couldn't find Julian Sands for seven months. We knew where he was. We knew what he was doing. We knew the trail he was on. We knew it. Couldn't find him for seven months. Weather was too tough. The bottom of the ocean isn't. Okay. Uh, if you had my people taking care of it, you wouldn't have found him. It's all good. I mean, <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. still haven't found Hoffa. That's Where's exactly it. Thank you. Ask him. <laughs> look, oh, look no further than that guy to say how, how easy it is to make bodies not. They haven't found yeah. Big Pussy from The Sopranos. <laughs> exactly. He's down there with the, the sub. That's maybe a, a big reason why your conspiracy theory shot down. That It isn't. It isn't shot down. There's nothing about it. Italians are probably like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Bodies get found in water all the time. That's why we use they use lakes for Prove God's sake. 
You can't find you can't find half the Lake Mead's like look another one. They kept finding bodies popping. It took up. an act of God for that. <laughs> yeah, it took a drought of eighty years for all the people who were in the way of gambling in Las Vegas to start popping up. And they've been searching the bottom of that thing for recreation for oh, years. Yeah. Like you and I can go get scuba suits and screw around at Lake Mead. Have you ever even put a mask on at Bartlett Lake and gone underwater? You don't see a foot in front of you. It's yeah, no, I gunk. Haven't. I don't buy it. Something, ain't, something ain't right. They're killing billionaires, and they're doing it, and then saying, hey, "Don't worry about it. We got this covered." Something ain't right. And I, for one, fan of the billionaire since that's a goal I've had since I was a child to be one. Not going well. <laughs> Shows poorly in a lot of areas. Not going well. Going to have to really step on the gas here these last 10 or 12 years of this existence to get that billionaire status. Doesn't look good, but I still admire them and want to be one. And anyone who says different is lying to you. I don't want to be a billionaire. Oh, I don't want to be your friend, you unambitious knob. Who, who, I, yeah, I, like you said, your nephew doesn't like billionaires. And I text him, I'm like, why do you not like billionaires? And he goes, just get to 999 million and stop. You're, okay. What's the difference? You're not a billionaire. I just give him a dollar to piss him off. Here you go. <laughs> Here, here's ten bucks. Dick. You're you're way over now, <laughs> and, and the interest you're not going to be able to keep up. Well, if that billionaire that you know didn't like most people saying I don't like him says I, I'd like to give you a million dollars to help you out, would you accept it or no? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> I they still always, hate you. Everybody always talks about how billionaires are pricks and. I, there's a lot of people with no money that I think are pricks too. I think there's just a lot of pricks. No, oh, yeah. Billionaires just get a ton of attention, and they, you know, of yachts. We're just jealous. Guy's a prick. You know what he could be doing with that money? And giving it to you. That's what you're mad about. You're slaughtering billionaires. There's a billionaire slaughter afoot. Nobody's uh, nobody seems to be too upset about it. I protect the billionaires and the beautiful. That's what I do. I don't like when you make fun of skinny models, and I certainly don't like when you start killing off billionaires. Something ain't right. Don't meet right about this Ocean Gate. Not at all. Not even a little bit. And it was so, like, uh, unceremonious. Here's the sub. Okay. Like, nobody was excited. It seemed like, oh, good, we finally we got it. That, help, that, that helps wrap it up. N- nothing to it. Don't worry about it. We're, we, we figured it out. I'm surprised at the size of the chunks. Huge. There it is. There's, there's the sub we were looking at. Just kind of alert everybody. We'll take it back to Canada and get this thing going. Ooh. Nothing. No it is deal. like someone stepped on an aluminum can. Yeah, yeah, it's all beer crushed can. up. Sure, it's all crushed up. Kind of expected that, but this seems like just pull up some plastic and tell them it's the sub and get them off our ass. Then nobody will, nobody will ask questions. Nobody will have anything to say. This is just over. Just leave them down there, like they did everything else. I, exactly. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I do like this. The meme I saw yesterday, a friend of mine sent me that said. Uh, Ocean Gate is the worst thing to happen to sub since Jared Fogle. <laughs> I, I was on my couch, and I think I fell down on my couch. I, my friend Winston sent that. I'm like, Winston, throw the mic down. And he goes, I wish I could take credit for this. He said a friend of his at work did. He goes, I was just done working for the day. And I'm like, that's one of the best ones I've seen. Excellent. Yeah. Now, I, have no, I have no logic to why this would happen. But it just seems like the pieces don't mesh. They're being jammed together. Like puzzle pieces that don't work and somebody's just pounding on it. It's like, here, it's finished. I'm like, all right. 
I guess we just have to suck it up. Something ain't right. It's the name, John. It's right there in the name. Ocean Gate. We add gate to the end of everything that's crazy. Watergate, uh, inflate gate, even football. Stuff. I didn't even know that was the name right off the bat in the first time I saw the, it. I'm like, oh, that's what they're naming it? The Ocean Gate. That's right. We always add the word gate to the end of a problem. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought of that one. It's pretty nuts. Anyway, what are you going to do? Meanwhile, we're all distracted by uh, the fact that they found paintings of pizza on the wall. In Sicily. In Sicily. They're like, look at that. Or no, was it, it Pompeii? Pompeii, was yeah. It? Oh, it was, it was Pompeii, yeah. yeah. In Pompeii, they, they found a, Which, an old fresco on a wall. They're very excited about it. It's 2,000 years old. And the thing that they found that they're most excited about is that evidently Italians were eating flatbread pizza back then, too. So there was a pizzeria Bianco 2,000 years ago <laughs> with a bunch of it. Ooh, that's shocking news. Who didn't see that coming? The Italians like bread and stuff on top of bread, and they used to like it. So there was a Brady back there in Pompeii <laughs> at one point that was just painting food on the side of a wall. He was the Guy Fieri of Pompeii. Money. Lira. <laughs> and he put it up on a wall and 2,000 years later we find it we're like did you know Italians ate pizza they go, no. oh no kidding did you know bears <laughs> in the woods wow <laughs> I had no clue that they would figure out that whole bread with stuff on it thing and they call it pizza but they had no sauce or cheese so it's just bread with glop it, it's, it's like the loaf uh, most of them are circular yeah. slice it yeah just slice it down and just put some little, stuff on it make a little pita or a sandwich and <laughs> Italians eat. Wow. I had no idea. You mean they just didn't eat a loaf? That's how fat and gross the world's become is that we see paintings of stuff and we're shocked that humans before us liked food too. We get paintings of it and we get excited. I think I'm more shocked to hear about that that finding than actually hearing that the sub imploded. Everybody (laughs) knew. I mean, this is more news. Yeah. More uh, news for idiots. The sky is blue. We'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be Alex Jones, but I think Alex Jones is turning into me. Like, he's starting to, he's invading me. I've always had a weird, really good BS meter. I'm usually like 8 out of 10 on stories. I'm like, that's a lie. Like, that's a complete and utter fabrication to protect people from actually hearing what they're doing, what the real story is. That doesn't make sense. You know? And I know I'm going to get emails from people going, you were all on board the mask. And I've always said exactly why. I just didn't want to get hassled. That was it. I didn't know if it worked. I didn't care if it worked. Here's the thing about me with that mask. I didn't care. That drives people nuts. I did not care. Do I like that we were mandated to wear them? No. But we were, and I just kept, I just moved forward through it. Just kept chugging along. I didn't want to waste any of my day fighting with my bosses on whether or not I could be in the building. I just wear it. I took it off most of the time I was in here. And then if somebody would come in the room, I'd put on the show for a second. And then we'd always say, is it all right if I take mine off? Yeah, you don't care either. And we'd be in a room of no masked people. But just, yeah, I was avoiding the hassle. The similar take needs to happen on this Ocean Gate thing. Hey, Brady, go f*** yourself. I got a thing here. I got a thing here. (laughs) Just because you have no curiosity in life doesn't mean I don't. F*** you. I go the Al McCoy route with that. No, it's just, uh, and this can't get me hassles. This can't get me anything. This isn't something I have to worry about all day. But yeah, I'll get that. And the fact that something ain't right. it happens so often throughout the history of man. What do you mean? A lot of these things that you just never even... Oh, you, you don't know, know the truth question, to any of yeah, the truth. Yeah, just don't question it. That's kind of, And that's the thing. It's like they're just coming up with stuff. I'm like, well, just tell us like exactly what... Because you just said Monday you you're never going to find it, and then Wednesday you're pulling up parts. And nobody's excited about that. 
Well, that's the thing with you know technology, the internet, and social media, and all that stuff. Yeah. Before they could just get away with whatever. Like, yeah, we couldn't find it. Exactly. No big deal. They were relying on that yeah. with Kennedy's assassination, mm-hmm. and then there was a guy named Zapruder who's like, I filmed it, and like, oh, you mother. F- all right, give us that. They were doing a, a fantastic job. You know, nobody in America saw the Zapruder film until 1976. Well, they knew it was a thing, but they didn't know what it showed. Nobody saw it until 1976. And then they're like, oh, and that's when America decided to say, wait a second. What else don't we know? One of the fun facts today was that a JFK, JFK's nope. brain is missing. It was stored in the National Archives after his assassination, what? but disappeared three years later and has been gone ever since. Yep. This is like Eddie and the Cruisers where they stole the tapes out of the studio. <laughs> That's and- right. <laughs> well, does this mean that JFK's on a bridge thinking about Eddie and the Cruisers too? Or did I just mix those up? I got confused. I uh, walked to the other side. I, uh, I'll write a new tune. I need the help of a John Fogarty and my uh, missing brain. <laughs> ah, some hooligans just came in and stole a brain. They didn't yeah. know what they had. Nah, just what let it go. Let that. it go. Don't look for it. We'll never find it. And then Wednesday, oh, here it is. Never mind. Put it back. Shh. Everybody be quiet. I don't understand. I don't know why. I don't have a theory on why. I just don't. I just don't buy into what we're being told. And neither did James Cameron. He came out. He goes. They know what's going on. Why aren't? They, why are they lying to us? Like he's the first yeah, one that raised a flag and said, whoa, 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 this is all, what's the fake search for? Why are you lying? See, Francis is going to come up now. You're next on the list, buddy. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> That's exactly it. The only thing I could think, I mean, like, is it to, to prolong or to get a ruling on insurance or something or how, you know, prevent a legal disaster for the company or I don't well, know. If you don't find that, it, I mean, ask the Italians. If you don't find any evidence, there's no lawsuits. There's a you know you don't find bodies there's no murder it's hard to convict for murder without a body so you start t- you start tugging them up or a lesser like, charge regarding the whole of this. Yeah. that Brett knows that well, <laughs> you're, that's you're, what I hear lawyer yeah, I don't know I'm just saying <laughs> you plea it out I don't know what you're talking about and you got to show up to court with oxygen tanks and I don't here's know what's the, going on in a robe <laughs> here's the other thing um, since it is billionaires when they're you know basically reported you know like okay. It's official. They're dead. Yeah. There's a lot of loose ends beforehand that have to ha- happen. Like you gotta, in, you gotta execute um, what? the the will and all that. Oh state. sure, yeah. When there's money to be had, there's billionaires. My, um, money gets spread around. There's you know, there's a whole lot of after the fact of what the hell just happened. When billionaires, yeah. just in case the, this happens, you better get right. this uh, going. Okay, we need we need 24 hours, or give us 48 hours, right? We got to sort some. I things wonder out. how much of that was pressured uh-huh. on there, because I can tell you know I I found this out about my grandmother. Not a billionaire, but my uh, when my grandmother on my mom's side of the family, um, when my grandfather died, yeah, Papa Chicken, the bowl of cereal, yes. Uh, my uncle, who's the executor of the estate, is the attorney. Says before we go over there, we need to go over to the go over security where? box, the bank over there. And um, get all the stuff out of the, his safety or his security box. What is it called? The uh, safe deposit box. Safe deposit box. So they robbed him before, before he, they told everybody yeah. was dead. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Your uncle went over and robbed his brother? No, no, no. Not robbed it. They they take it out of there because the the bank can freeze it. If he, Well, they can't if he's got like the... Right away. Prop, so oh. it, to prevent uh, basically probation and all that at the time. Probation. Probate. Probate. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got it, yeah. 
We're, we're going I heard over probation. To, I was yeah, going yeah, over. We're going over to trades, and we're going to talk to Kent in a little bit and find <laughs> out exactly what he's talking about. So master probating. That's what yes. you don't want to do. It's terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, I think your uncle just robbed your brother. I mean, you shouldn't go. If a guy's dead, you don't go start swiping things out of the bank right away. That's the dangerous thing. If he's got all the paperwork. It's not uncle. It's basically my uncle. So it's my mom's sister's husband. He was the uh, executor of the estate. That's your uncle. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a brother of my grandpa. Well, it's a brother-in-law. You know yeah, what I'm saying. But he went over and he robbed the bank. That's what I. That's why I went to get my estate to take it. I'd rather have the bank freeze it than my family able to get it the day after I die. That's when the fights start. So they're like, what happened to the safe? Uh, the, the, the deposit box is missing. Oh, that's the bank's thing. Be careful with that stuff. Now, go get your estate and will done today immediately. It's a weight off your shoulders. You don't have to worry about people like Brady going into the bank and stealing your stuff before anybody else knows you're dead. What a terrible crime. I'm the executor. I'm going in. <laughs> He's gone. Beware of it. It's just weird. And that's why we need good distractions. Great distractions, in fact. I'm going to play you something right now. And you guys have to tell me who the celebrity is singing this song. In fact, first person that comes up with it, Brett, man the phones. First person that comes up with it is going to get themselves a uh, pair of tickets to, we'll get Guns N' Roses. All right, we'll give give you, it seems like we got a lot of Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses tickets. Uh, We can do, uh, uh, this is a super celebrity, an incredibly well-known celebrity who's decided to tackle music. And they've covered uh, some songs. Uh, uh, Unbreak My Heart was... uh, what was her name? Anita Baker? Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. Braxton. Tony Braxton, that's right. Tony Braxton did Unbreak My Heart. This is the cover by the... Who's singing this? Undo this bird, with the down the door and down in my Celine Dion? This is the new Celine Dion. Don't give it away, Brett. 585 <laughs> movies, TV... Celebrity from movies and television. Covering Unbreak My Heart. Quite beautifully. Also, the same celebrities decided to do I'm Stronger. I would have a roast it all. <laughs> but now I see how you were there for me and I can't Grab it, Brett. I'm I'll stronger. I'm the wiser. I'm better. I don't know why I love this. All right, just name it. Who is it? Who is it? Alex Jones. Alex Jones is incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Hi there, who's this? Uh, Steve. Steve, who is it? Sounds like, it it's, uh, sounds like Cher to me. It is not Cher, although that's a good guess. That does sound a lot wow. like Cher. It I never thought Cher. about that. It's like... Here's here it is. Uh, here's the the celebrity doing uh, our favorite Michael McDonald. I love it. Who's doing? All right, final. Uh, do you know who it is, Pete? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Who is uh, it, Pete? Marley who? Marley. Marley Matlin. <laughs> good yeah, guess. That's a good one, Pete. I'm sorry. No, that's a great guess, though. Uh, who's uh, this? Is a wireless caller? Who do you think this is? 
Um, I think it's Homer Simpson. It is not Homer Simpson. Ooh. Very good guess, though. Not Homer. Hi there. Who's this? This is Paul. Paul, go. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Ben Affleck's wife, Jennifer Lopez. Shouldn't have better to do. They haven't worked on our vocals yet. I wish you were right. Yeah, it's the unmastered cuts. Oh, no. Nice try, though. I like that they're joking about it all. Uh, yeah. It's a stumper. It is. It's stumping them. Hi there. Jesse, are you there? Yes, sir. Who is it, Jesse? Is it Craig Robinson? It is not Craig Robinson. Another good guess. Very musical. You're going to kick yourselves when you hear it. Hi there. Who's this? Hey, this is Cody. Cody, who is it? It's Patrick Keefe. It is Patrick Starfish, for God's sakes. From Spongebob. And I can't get enough of this. I buy this whole album. You know what the most... Hang on a second. You're going to go through. The most amazing part about this is it's AI. AI was given the task of saying, hey, make Patrick Starfish sing these songs. And it did this. It's amazing. And it's so it's not the guy who does the voice is Bill Foggerbocky, and he's been around forever doing voice stuff. He was on Coach. Uh, he was the uh, he, he was Dauber on Coach. Remember yeah. that? And so he's been Patrick Starfish forever. Uh, this isn't his creation, but it is his creation. AI did it. So now what with that? If this starts, I'd buy this in a heartbeat oh, just yeah. for the last. I, I I love the Michael McDonald one. <laughs> But it's a computer did it. And I love this. I've listen to Patrick sing all the hits for months. Oh. Brady was playing this in the office. Brett walked in. He goes, all right. <laughs> Background vocals, he does it all. Anyway, so Patrick Starfish. Now AI can do that with anybody. Oh, throwing him in on every song that Michael McDonald. All of my, yeah, I would love to hear Patrick cover all of Michael McDonald's catalog. I would love it. Yeah, somebody said, "Is that Yogi Bear?" My email's like, "Who the hell is it?" And then Patrick Starfish. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's Patrick Starfish. It's a dream come true for all us cartoon knobs that Patrick is finally. you know, getting his due as a singer. He's an amazing singer. But now what with that? Now, you know, you got the image and likeness problem. If this starts because it's funny, we're playing it. People will look for it. It's going to get searched out. You get, you know, just for laughs, somebody will play that for you at work. And the next thing you know, it nickels and dimes itself to a couple million views, a couple million hits. And then who gets paid? Which is the weird part of AI. The guy with the idea right now. Right, right now, it's the and then, okay, the guy with the idea's got it. Then AI looks yeah. and goes, but if it wasn't for us, your idea doesn't mean a thing. We get it. So somebody owns AI. Some company is owned. And they're going to like, no, this is ours. Like, you used, our, you used our technology for your gain. You can't even, like, I can't go right now and, because you, you're allowed to on Apple. They'll let you turn the vocals off of the songs. You yeah. have that tech on your uh, DJ equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can do karaoke in your car. But if I went down there and started to sing Michael McDonald songs without Michael's voice and put it on Facebook, it's gone in a second because you're not using Facebook's platform and that music for anything else. The people but the, who- uh, don't you think the AI thing would be similar to like using uh, any kind of uh, edit? Um, you basically 
buy a subscription. You didn't get permission. You're using the tools you're there. Not, you're not buying a thing. AI's free. So, you know, you didn't you didn't sign up and pay for any AI technology use that you can sell then later. It's a, it's a weird That's kind what of I'm saying. That's, That's why the writers are striking. Into. The writers are striking because they're like, well, who gets this money? Like, who gets the money if some, this, if AI recreates my thing? Where's my residual from that? It's like, and then they have, uh, well, until tomorrow, then the actors will throw well, they'll their figure out that, that part I'm not worried about. they got to figure out what to do with this AI thing because it is the cat's out of the bag. The muffins are out of the tin. And you got to figure out, like, how to stuff that back in the good luck. Especially when you got Patrick singing, and now I want to buy records. Now I want to do that with a thousand different things. It's weird. That is a, it's just all money once they figure that. Maybe that's what these billionaires are getting sunk in these subs. I don't know. But, yeah, that's, there's a whole bunch of people just screaming at this AI going, oh, no more fun stuff on AI. It's dangerous. We're not allowed to use it to help us write commercials. We're not allowed yeah, to. Get the memo. No, you get lots of memos. It's basically saying if, it's, if something happens with that and the company gets this and that, you find out the AI's been writing it. You know, some of our revenue has to go to the person that was actually doing the work on the commercial. They have a right to it. Or do they? Patrick certainly does. Bill Fogerbach, he does. No question about that. That dude invented that voice. That's his creation. And somebody else using it, you know, impressions and parody are one thing, but that's... And it could make money. Like, I'm not allowed to go out and pretend to be Patrick Starfish or SpongeBob and make money. I'll get sued by SpongeBob. Now everybody's sending links over. Michael Jackson doing uh, Careless Whisper. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, I've on. heard Freddie Mercury doing some Guns N' Roses. I'll do it with Patrick. Is Patrick Starfish uh, singing with him? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he could have pulled that off. Wow. That's a great song. Michael should have done that. George Michael Jackson. (laughs) He turned it down. Yeah. Wow. Maybe they traded it at some uh, rest stop. Oh, yeah. That could be. (laughs) They just melded parts. (laughs) I want to sing some of your stuff. All right. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, look up Mr. Oh, Crab singing Billie Jean. It, it changes your life. Yeah. The world's going to be just a big fake show. I love it. Somebody's got to get paid. Someone's got Kanye singing uh, Carol's Whisper, too. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, is it about the Jews? Does it go? I don't believe it unless it goes on a Jew. I've been so unsure. <laughs> yeah. As I take your hand sure. and lead you to the dance floor. Yeah. As the music dies. Yeah, I don't like his voice. I don't like his AI voice. I don't like his regular voice. Yeah, yeah. It's, too, it's too close to that. It reminds me of Kanye too much. It's actually too good. Yeah, it's weird. But I got the, the Patrick. Just make Patrick do more stuff. Patrick makes you happy. Patrick is a, an American icon, a gem. Yeah, it's weird when that comes Plankton on a couple. Oh, forget it. If Plankton started screaming songs. Plankton doing some Pantera because Plankton's very angry. (laughs) Give me more SpongeBob in life and I'm a happy man. Uh, Yeah, so congratulations to that guy. He's going to go see Guns N' Roses because he knew that was Patrick Starfish. Although, good guesses with Marley Matlin and uh, incredible guess with uh, Jennifer Lopez. That was very accurate. I heard it too. 
Uh, let's get to a wake-up song. I'll tell you where Brett's going because it's Thursday. And boy, we need that water more than ever today. How about this weekend? We got 117 degrees. Uh, 585-9800. You give us a wake-up song. We scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Alrighty there. Thank you, Alliance. Our wake-up song for the morning's end. Uh, before we get to anything else, Brett is on his way on this beautiful Thursday to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission. It is Operation Hydration. We need your help. And today, Brett is going, uh, oh, Brett's dream. Bell and 35th Avenue. He loves avenues. Take a drive down 35th Avenue. 35th Avenue and Bell, that's where he's going. Uh, Safeway is where he's at, and you can donate a case of water to help us out. Operation Hydration is doing what they can for the heat relief efforts, and boy, are we going to need them now. We've been lucky up to this point that the summer hasn't attacked us yet, but we knew it was coming. We were just talking about Game of Thrones off the air. Winter is coming, and Arizona summer is coming. And there's no little dumb girl that's going to stab summer in the chest and make it go away and Make you go, what the hell have I been watching the last seven years? Not today, devil. Yeah. Miserable. But, uh, yeah, that was just awful. But we're getting it. 114 on Saturday, 117 or higher on Sunday. And uh, that means we're going to get ourselves some heat issues. And uh, nothing better than loading up that beautiful place over there at Phoenix Rescue Mission with all these bottles of water you guys drop off and helping out with uh, the, the heat relief efforts. And they go to the homeless. They go to people who are struggling. They go to people. Those water stations are for all of us. So if you find yourself struggling, and they're down there. They're out there around in the trucks that go around that are filled with water that see people in need and hand them out. It's for everybody. If you see somebody from, we just had our, our owners in from Minnesota. They did not do, like, the outside well. They, they were afraid to open couldn't doors. They just couldn't believe it. And it wasn't, wasn't 117 yet. And, you know, they stay in a hotel, and next thing you know, they're walking around to go to, you know, from the Sheraton over to Hanny's downtown, and they're they're bonking out. One of those trucks goes by, hands them some water. <laughs> Truly life-saving, and we need to do that. Again, I stand by this. We're the fifth and, and now closing in on fourth largest city in America. No reason anybody should ever drop out because we didn't have water for them. There should be water everywhere, all over this place, and we, uh, we struggle with that. So 35th Avenue and Bell, that's where... Brett is, and we're doing our part. You guys always help us out. You do great. So thank you. We'll find out. And oh, he's got also uh, tickets to go see Disturbed. He's going to have those with him. Uh, Offspring concert tickets for you guys as you come by. And uh, probably even we'll throw in some Guns N' Roses for him also. It is hot. Yeah, you don't get the little Gerda Thunberg to come up and stab the White Walkers and say summer's not going to happen this year. It's going to happen. It's going to happen this weekend. Just in time for all you idiots to start... Lobbing firecrackers in the air. Great. Already. <laughs> Negative seven. Three entries already yeah. logged in. Good. Negative. Good. I hope they all blow hand off. Negative 7% humidity the other day. I didn't even know that was a thing. That to me tells me the gauges don't work. 
Zero should be like the lowest humidity can go. But no, you can go, you can go beyond that. We're, we're like so dry and ridiculous. Scottsdale just almost burned up yesterday. They got that Still thing going. Anything. Yeah, it's a little bit, but they figured it out. Mark Curtis only had to drive like 25 minutes to go stand next to that tragedy, which is great. But yeah, by all means, love your, have your report and your explosion there in the driest times we can find. Uh, this is great. Everybody's sending them over. Toledo's found a couple more. Uh, this one I like. Plankton singing I'm Begging by Maniskin. This is... Put your love in hand This song drives me nuts. I'm picturing Plankton. That's the best part. Rock. Oh, this song. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, Betty Lynn. I'm begging, oh. begging you to put your loving hand out, darling. Down with the sickness. Plankton doing down with the sickness. See, I, all more, more uh, stuff from SpongeBob covering rock hits and things, and I'm thrilled. Oh, you got to plug in there, man. Oh, boy. Here we go. Turn your end up I love Plankton. More SpongeBob singing rock songs. That's all I care about. Golden. That's hilarious. Yeah, what was the other one you had over here? Uh, there's some other ones that I'm diving into. Not Chester character. Bennington doing Careless Whisper. Yeah. Huh. I feel so mature. Does he scream? I don't think so. He's spinning the stall of it. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Michael Jackson doing the Titanic thing. This is perfect. Every night in my dreams. It's going to be perfect. I see you. I feel you. That is how I know you go. Does it really announce? Yeah. Yeah. Later in his career, he stopped. He started doing like a Blink-182 accent. It was like, those, those, he put umlauts on all of them. Oh, if he was still alive, this would be part of his Vegas residency. He'd be singing that like crazy. Somebody's saying Plankton does My Way by Sinatra. Oh, I'm my goodness. I'm find that one. Peter Griffin doing Careless. Why, is all, why did everybody do Careless Whisper? <laughs> Apparently it's the easiest one to do on, on Voiceify. I don't know. Evidently. They could plug it in. It just pops right in there. And, and it's just the idea of this is the Rick Roll of AI for cartoons. This AI thing scares me, and I love it at the same time. I feel so unsure <laughs> as I take your hand and lead you to the dance floor. As the music dies, something in your eyes calls to mind a silver screen and all its sad goodbye. 
Uh, that's good. Peter's good. Oh my God! It could, it'll never end. Who's this? Is, is this Patrick Starr and Strangers of the Night? Yeah. I think Patrick's my favorite. Strangers in the night. Yeah, Patrick's my favorite. Exchanging glances, wondering in the night. What were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? Something in your eyes. (laughs) This is a funny, good fit. A funny person would woo a woman to this. Yeah. If you could dance and somehow manage to penetrate while this played in the background and not laugh, you're the most brilliant man alive. Have you? Speaking of Patrick, like it would be, oh, that's a panty dropper, and it's also hilarious. Great job, Patrick. Sing to her. Let's get her panties off. Okay, I'll try. I love it. SpongeBob covers the world. That's what I need more of. Uh, Toledo and I were talking about this. Uh, for people who are known for uh, being so great at math, what the hell was South Korea thinking with this birthday thing? I didn't know. That in South Korea, the day you're born, you're one. Yeah. And then the January 1st, you're a, you're the next year. So if you were yeah. born December 20th, in two weeks, you're two. Right. According to I the did, That's papers. what I didn't understand what you were saying. I'm like, yeah. okay, I get starting at the the year that you're sure. on. But they didn't understand. You've been, you've been brewing for a yeah. year, sure. basically. Yeah. This just comes back to being stubborn. Yeah. They had an ideal while. It's it's a Jerry Seinfeld's old bit about chopsticks. He's, you know chopsticks, you know they know yes. they're a bad idea because in fields nobody's out there with two giant sticks you're doing plowing. <laughs> right. We have forks and pitchforks pitch and all sorts of <laughs> you don't pick things up uh, that are big with two giant sticks. So they just stuck with it cuz they're stubborn and it was their idea and they're like, "Ah, somebody came up with a fork and that's clearly better, but we're not abandoning this chopstick thing." The same thing with this birthday's made sense. And South Korea's like, nope, we're doing it for, because uh, this is how we've always done it. So if you were born December 20th, and then in January you're 1st, one. you're 2. Yep. So two weeks later, you're 2. So they just changed it. Finally, South Korea said, all right, this just doesn't work. And there are people who are about to turn 50 that are actually 48, and they're getting they're getting their age redone in south korea it is the weirdest thing i'm reading about it and i didn't really understand the reasons why it was just to keep everybody uniform and there was no birthday parties and stuff like that although you still knew the day you were born like they couldn't take that away like what day were you born yeah, people people remember that date. yeah they, they were told and didn't the article say that that's still on your paperwork yeah your actual oh, yeah. day of birth right that's it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So but then you can always celebrate. You tell people right. and you check the boxes online. You got to check the other right. Box. Right. Now I always find it strange that because it, it does make sense that like I am finishing my fifty first year, and on July twenty sixth right. I will be fifty one. Right. I have aged fifty one years. Right. Instead of what they initially do is this is your first year. So when you're born, you start at one. And you're two on your side because now you're. This is the this is the year I'm in. Mm-hmm. We do it the other way where we are now finishing the year. Mm-hmm. Then we assign the number, yep. right? Yeah, because your birthday's coming up. Yep, I'll and be you 55. will be fifty five. That means fifty five years have passed. Have passed. Yeah. Now you're in yep. your fifty six. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and next year at this time when I'm not yet fifty six. Yeah. I'm closer to fifty six than I am to fifty five. Right. This is your 
55th summer. Right. Right. Yes. And then yeah. you close that up. Yeah. Strange. Starting in July 20th, you'll be in your fifth, second, like you've done half a summer. Yeah, I'll for hit the 56, yeah, you hit, you hit your middle. I'll hit my yeah. uh, 55 You're way equinox. past your middle, but you know what oh, I mean. Yeah. Way past. Oh, we way talked past. about that yesterday, too. Way past, yeah. It's Toledo and I had a, I realized. talking about ages, and you're like, yeah, 47 Toledo's like, wow, I'm, I'm over the middle. Oh, you're way over the middle at way 47. You're all Do done. I want another 47? Do I want to no. be 94? No. No. Better start packing it in. I remember oh, my dad. I have. It was, I told, do you think I'm going to Thailand again? <laughs> yeah, just keep traveling. <laughs> Take a look around. See if you left anything behind and then get out. So my dad said that to me about 12 years ago. He's like, I got maybe 15 good years left. That's about it. And I'm like, you're out of your. I'm like, nope, that's, a, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You have nailed it. I didn't realize that a 67 or 68 year old man at the time was telling me, I got 15 years if I'm lucky, maybe 10, yeah. 10 healthy. I'm like, well, all right. And you start He's looking at your the gap that you had when your your dad growing up the whole time. You thought, ah, that's way out there. Yeah. Then when he finally, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you're next. You're 30 years away from that, yeah. or less than that, 25. And and that yeah. wall hits like with with my mom. It's been probably maybe four years now. Yeah. But like four years ago, my mom was doing everything, everything she she. And, the, and then the COPD hit her, and yeah. the last four years she's basically been a shut-in. Yeah. But COVID didn't help that. No, but, you know she's well, and because uplifting. she's not. I know, but it's like <laughs> it's you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. When you hit that health wall, like you're talking yeah. about, yeah, then you can't start saying I got. Well, that was I was talking about that yesterday on uh, on the news. They're like uh, you know, the difference between John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, not to make it political, and Joe Biden is John Fetterman is probably going to get better every day. And Joe Biden's going to get worse every right. Day. Like he's yeah. not getting better. Exactly. Like the yeah. more you, the more goofs you see from the president, aren't going to suddenly get cured. No. Like he's going to go not gonna be more coherent. Yeah, he's going the other way, mm-hmm. and there's no turning that around. No. Like when you're in your 80s, there's no like wow, Ginkgo biloba or whatever right. Brady used to take. I don't care what kind of pills you're on. He ain't coming back. Every day is going to be a little bit harder for him. That Fetterman guy, who I call Sling Blake Holmberg, that's what I see. He's a I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, that is a sling blade version of me. Like and if he's I was like six eight, isn't he? Gigantic, just a massive. Like if I were to build the Holmberg monster, <laughs> it would be John Fetterman. <laughs> like it's alive, Frank and John. Yeah, Frank and Holmberg would be just weird, but it would look just like that. If I had the parts of, of and I'm just build myself a huge Holmberg to take over the world. <laughs> it would look like Fetterman, and it would probably be a, equally as uh, you know comprehensible. <laughs> the dude just stammers all over the place but he's he had a stroke he had a brain bleed so you look at it like all right give him some time i don't know that he should be senator until that's all over but given that's a hey, feinstein's still a senator look, too, and exactly she's on the no she, and she's not gonna get better no so we gotta start looking at stuff like that i know there's a lot of people i, I didn't mean to make it political but we got to stop electing people who are on that trajectory i know everybody loves trump but he's pushing 82 also, T-double-O. You don't want to see 80-year-olds, you know, it's amazing how fast they start to go the other direction. You saw it, your dad. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is like, wow, that's 80 really grabbed hold of you and pushed you one, the other one way. One little event on that decade can oh, that's really it. And, no, and even without an event, a little slower, a oh, little yeah. less happening every single day. Lisa's grandma in her, in her 90s fell at the home, broke yeah. her hip, doing fine up until then. Once she broke her hip, yeah. it was a... Fast track yep. to yep. the coffin. What we should do is elect a uh, South Korean that's 80 because they're really 78. Okay, that's when we go. But, yeah, you don't want that. But it's a uh, But strange. even still, are we talking about 
two years being significant when no. you're 80. <laughs> we, need some, we need some youth. We need, like, we need an injection of youth. Yeah. We need a something else. But yeah, it is a, it's a weird thing to see that. And uh, so watching that kind of stuff. But yeah, we got the birthday thing down. South Korea, that was dumb. And it's, you know, South Korea needs to step up and just say it. We were, that was pretty stupid of us doing that thing with, you know, we thought it was a good idea. You guys came along and said, why don't you just count each year as a year? It's like, oh, yeah, that is better. Because they get, like, how do you do it as a parent? You have the baby, and then people come over, oh, how old? And it's like, two years. He's two, but he's really only three months old. He was born in the end of December, and since it's March, we're, we got to call him two, because the rules say. So then does he go to school at five? And he's really three. That's why they're so far ahead of us. Yep. They're stuffing two and three-year-olds in school. At least, you know, it seems like that. Little League. That's why Samsung is so amazing. Samsung's the best. What a product Samsung puts out. Because they're, you know, they're working 14-year-olds to the bone who pretend to be 18. <laughs> they got a child labor force out of this. That is great. genius. The legal age of work is yeah. 14 <laughs> right. in South Korea. They're all 12, just like, ah, oh, but they're all small so that you right. can't tell. You only you stop growing in the fifth grade over there. Oh, stop it. Yes, it's bigoted, but you know it's true. There's no giant South Koreans, and if they are, they're doing something crazy because they're a, one. We found the one Chinese guy, Yao Ming. There's a whole tribe of him. What? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, there's a couple billion people over there. Yeah. So you there's a, seven a gaggle of seven He's footers. one of those those Mongolian His, uh, uh, hill people? I don't, I don't want to offend No, no, no. That's, you said the tribe. Isn't that what's up there? We're the taller uh, that tribe. That was uncalled for. What? I apologize no. to all the Mongols out there. The Toledo. I didn't say Mongol. Well, that's I, a Mongolian. I used the full term. I apologize. That's, that's seemed, an actual country. What? I don't understand. But no, his, his mother was like 6'11". And his dad was like seven two. It's from a tribe of uh, giant Chinese a female yeah. over six feet. Well, I don't know. Wow. She was huge. Yeah, a Chinese female over right. six. It's crazy. You said it. I didn't. When you see the Chinese national basketball team for women, and I know oh, you're, yeah, I know yeah, you're yeah. just flipping through the channels. Yeah, yeah, you ain't yeah. gonna stop. But if you ever take like two minutes to watch that, the Olympics. That's the only time I see it. Lumbering giants. South Korea is never really gonna put out a basketball squad that worries you. Maybe have one or two people that are over six feet, and then the rest of them are. And they're all 12. Watch for the mass exodus of pedophiles now, John. They're all pissed <laughs> off in South Korea. Yeah, well, by they the way. They just lost two years. <laughs> pedophiles. Uh, you've got about three more months before this all kicks in <laughs> to go over there and get the legal 16-year-olds in Korea. You can go to Seoul today and still get one that's 14 that play pretends. Just got to find a winter birthday, that's all. You're born in the end of November. That makes you two years older than your <laughs> jackpot. It's. I picture that voice every time I see a pedophile. pedophile. Story. You see, oh, I thought a story. I thought see. Every time I see a pedophile. Oh no, story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. But I was looking at that, and I'm like, all right. And the chopstick thing. Like Andrew Perez says, can you imagine forklifts replaced with two giant sticks on the front? It was a better idea. And yeah, we just came up with something better, and they just hung on to it. And now it's novelty. You know, you go to Yoshi's for God's sakes, and Americans are eating with chopsticks. I'm like, it's in a bowl. You bought it on Camelback in Central. We'd go at the old building when we'd go to Kyoto Bowl. Yeah, Larry would make sure we brought him back chopsticks. chopsticks. Can't like, eat that. Be without... authentic out of your styrofoam. You use your hands. <laughs> if you want to be authentic on how it was originally eaten, right. use your paws. Shove your face in the bowl. I still do it though. I do it. Yeah, sushi. Because it seems like it's... use your fingers. Yeah, sometimes you can use the fingers, but definitely it, it ruins it when you're doing a fork. No, it With doesn't. sushi? Because yeah. remember yeah. before you could work chopsticks, it was easy to eat sushi with a fork. 
It just seems like it's you don't a, like, stab it; you scoop it. Where it works perfect. You talking yeah. about rice or sushi pieces? Sushi, like the you, yeah. The, you the, grab the. Pieces. You can just grab them with your fingers too. Well, that too. But, yeah, but it's less messy. But before you could less work chopsticks, sauce. you ate stuff like that with a fork, and you had no issues. I don't know how they do it with rice. Oh, they're they're magicians. It. And I'm like, it man, that's there. impressive. Just get me a spoon. Spoons are better. But they'll turn and look at you and go, that's why you're so fat. Like, that's probably true. I scoop. I don't know. I think it's a lot longer. I've seen them yeah. power yeah. through some rice fast. Oh, they can crush rice. Bowls of it. Just hammering it away with it. The two sticks together. Pretty impressive. But let's admit when we're wrong, step back and go, all right, Orient. I know you hate being called that, but put the sticks down. We came up with something loads better. Africa's still using their hands. At least that was according to Janny when he took me to that Africa festival and made me eat with my hands. And I looked over and he had a plastic fork and he was laughing his ass off. Why would you eat with your hands if we've got forks? I'm like, oh, I wanted to fit in. With who? And I'm like, and then uh, we we started arguing. I'm like, look, it's already kind of a tainted Africa festival with all these food trucks. Let's be honest. This isn't celebrating Africa in any way that I can go over to pork on a fork. This is the opposite of Africa. There should be limited amounts of food and water here. There's going to be a lot more people running around hungry. That's, that's going to make me feel like I'm at a, a traditional festival. Ridiculous. But yeah, the aging thing in South Korea. Suddenly there, and, and they changed it, it was law. They, uh, they have to say, because they, they always count the time in the womb as... And that's well, really year, that's what Brady did earlier. Yeah, that's what you got to do if you're saying that you know at conception. So, but you got to so like figure for, that part. For me, it would be what October twentieth. That's your my, around. Well, if you go exactly nine months, right. yeah, yeah, mine would be right around Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then you know some that were born before preemies. Yeah, they, they got to figure all that out. Yeah, they're born at seven months. You got to break that out, and then, yeah, preemies. For God's sakes, what do they do with their preemies? I was a postie. I was about four weeks late. Right. Nobody ever talks about that. Mine was more like Halloween. My parents got it on in costume, probably, and that's why I look like this. Oh, <laughs> I took on I like the costume I was I was a post-mature baby. <laughs> yeah, I was a very post-mature baby. That was my rap name for a few years, post-mature. But then that Malone ruined everything. Yeah, but it's uh, they're going to be at least a year or two younger starting... Now, but it's a stupid traditional method and their stupid tradition. It made me start thinking, does America have any of those, like, where somebody's clearly got a better idea? And I know I'm going to get an email that goes, healthcare. Don't. <laughs> but is, do we have something we're sticking to that we just, I don't think we do. Like some. As far as, like, in anything stupid or like that. As if somebody age, comes up with a better idea, age. we just, we just take it. You know what like I mean? What, like well, what, no, like chopsticks. Like, uh, you okay, know, like yeah. if there's a better technology and we're trudging along, we're like, that's ours now. Well, like somebody, I think we, somebody cut slats in a spoon to make the fork eventually, right? It was always a spoon yeah, and or a platter. That's true. Or fork something. was right. two prongs, basically. With doubles, yeah. And yeah. then they went to three, and then the fourth one was just a game changer. That, that made that made salad a whiz. That then was the evil. Does it, though? Oh. I don't know if the four times makes it better. Four makes it so They're not better. sharper. No, but there's just it's just... It just plucks better. Yeah, okay. Four plucks four, better. I don't trust a three-prong fork. When people have that, I, I don't even think we can be friends. They still sell those. I'm like, mm, 
Dark Ages. Oh, good God, John. Preach to the choir. Please bring that here. My birthday is December 21st. I can retire two years earlier. Now, there's that. There's the other thing to it that now they're like, oh, we got to push that back so people actually lose a year. At the very least, one year. Late, late in your birthday, people lose two years. Yeah. And now they got to hump it for the South Korean tax dollar a couple more years. South Korea fixes that real quick. How so? Uh, retirement age is now 82. Yeah. They could do both. Take yeah. two years off you and add two more to the retirement age. All right, John, since you're more talking Samsung's about... More Samsung's for us, though, so yeah. it's great. Since you're talking about better ideas, don't you think the metric system is better than okay, there you 12 go. to 1? There you go. Yes. It, it, that is the, the base 10 system, we will not give up on our miles, and that is, that is our stubborn heels in the ground moment that the rest of the world's like, guys, this is better. My dad taught me the base 10 system for basic stuff when he was trying to make me handy, and it didn't work. Right. Because, A, math. Right. That you might as well just be speaking Sudanese. But yet... Everybody, like, I'm That's making a better stuff system. and it's inches to millimeters and everything else. Right. But you still have to use it because you were taught yeah. our way yeah. and the 12 system and, doesn't and, work at all. And like all the plans that you yeah. see and online and stuff, it's all in inches. Metric is much better. Uh, the four-day work week, John. Seems a lot of the rest of the world is doing that now. Yeah. Can we get on that? Probably. That's. I like that idea. I, think, <laughs> That's just us I thought the pandemic made that a lot easier to get to. I do find myself when somebody goes, I work four tens. Ooh. Like, that's reasonable. Firefighters? Yeah. Well, work like firefighters, dude. 24 on, 48 but, up. But regular four-day four work weeks where somebody comes. I just talked to somebody the other day and said, yeah, my job's this. And we only we do four tens. And I'm like, four tens is, that's normal. That's a regular. Because yeah. you get that extra day off, you'll be fine. Yeah. Four tens is better than five eights. Yeah. yeah. I like the metric system and four tens. All right, yeah. So we're how digging our heels t- in. How many times at your eight-hour-a-week job are you there for eight and a half, nine hours anyway? The extra hour Often, give you the extra right. day off. Right. Yeah, go go one more yeah. and do it. Yeah, that's very true. All right, yeah, those are a couple of good ones. The metric system's probably our – that's our chopsticks. For so, And I you know why? Because it would just be too hard to teach people the new way. But, you know – Indoctrination works. We're watching it happen. We might as well just get it in and just teach the kids the metric system now and don't teach them the other thing and have more of a divide between the pairs. Yeah. Screw you, Holmberg. The imperial measurement system is stupid. I say <laughs> Merica, MFers. Yeah, I do like the Merica part. But I bet you there's guys right now in Seoul going, I'm 50. I'm not 48. Korea, man. <laughs> like they're going to their, they're going to their right, traditions. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they just go, Oria. Like they cut off the first half like we do, but I don't think it's exactly similar as metric. But Fahrenheit versus Celsius, the rest of the world's on Celsius. America, America, America. America. I'm staying Fahrenheit without. Is that one? See, I don't know about that. But you, you're the I don't one. Know I don't know the conversion. You always just say it's double it and add thirty. Double it and add thirty. That's you're close enough. Are you? You're not going to get a job doing weather. But it, yeah. like, so the great song uh, "Beds Are Burning." Uh-huh. Out where the river broke, when he sings about the, the in forty-five wood. degrees, he's talking about the desert. So double it, so that's nine. It's one hundred and twenty degrees. Wow, okay. But we're here in forty-five. Like, ooh, chilly night in the desert. Because <laughs> we didn't do the conversion. But right. if you do it, so if you do the actual math on that, I think it's like hundred and seventeen. But you're close enough. So that's my conversion rate with Celsius is double it and add 30. And then give or take a couple. Because when I was in Australia, they're like, tomorrow's going to be wonderful. It's 31 degrees. Mm-hmm. 90. 90. Yeah, for real. It's going to be a nice day. Is it dry there? And it was like 86. Is it like here? Uh, it depends on where you were. 
In the middle it is. The ocean. I guess you're on the ocean, yeah. yeah. Most of the time they're hanging around the water. Um, On on road trips, uh, you definitely churn through the kilometers quicker. You feel like you're going... Places faster. Do you? Yeah, because the kilometers are clicking more. <laughs> do you just switch the kilometers to try to get there faster? Well, in, in Canada, the I, cars, yeah. like a rental car. I have to do that. Conversion driving to Rocky Point. Once you get across the border, you're like, 100, 100 kilometers or 60 miles. That's okay, all right. Yeah. Me. You're driving. But uh, Raylo yeah. says... I go however fast that needle goes to bury itself. Oh, I don't care if it's MPH or Oh, people on that road and going into Rocky Point. No, They're going out flying. of Rocky Point. Oh. I'm not going towards Mexico. <laughs> Well, it's the same principle both ways. Get there. No, no. Quick. No. <laughs> Terrible hear principle. A sonic boom. Do not head. Once it says, hey, welcome to Bienvenidos in Mexico, run the other direction like the rest of the residents Bienvenido there. Bienvenido a Yeah. What the hell are you going south for? Nobody ever tries to stop a, 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 a cavalcade of folks going in. Might as well be an ocean gate. Yeah. There's no, you know, deep <laughs> there's no news story going, oh, our problem from our northern invaders. Nuh-uh. It's wonder. It's a one-way street out of that place. Raylo says it's still in the honeymoon period. But we just started working four tens, and I'm loving it. Yeah, we have a five-day weekend this weekend. Oh, well, so does everybody else. Pretty much. Truth of the matter is, people just have to show up yeah. for a couple hours. They're going to be here half a day on Friday and half a day yeah. on Wednesday. Metrics is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and that is true. And Scott says, problem with the 10-hour workday is, uh, like, construction outside, guys. After, like, six hours, the dude's production, it just goes away. And that's very true. If you're working 10-hour oh, days God, in yeah. this, yeah. you're getting cooked. But they'd start them at, like, 3 in the morning. So, yeah, that guy's right. You know what? You're right. It says F for Fahrenheit, which is an F for freedom. America. Only one Korea. North Korea don't exist to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. What no about military time, like- John? Do you think that that would be better? I think we got that one figured. 13, 14? I don't know. You can, that, Those are the ones that are kind of, I think there's a wishy-washy. Like, nothing's going to change if we change it. Like, the metrics thing would actually be, I think we'd be smarter. I think that makes everybody, a li- I think it's just a little bit smarter. Because it's a better system, so you're actually working a smarter way. John, here's how easy us Merkins are. I changed a friend's speedometer from miles to kilometers. He kept getting pissed off because everyone was passing him on the freeway. <laughs> He's going, no, it's nothing. Like, I'm flying and people are passing me. <laughs> going like 90. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll never figure it out. But, I mean, for a next generation, I'm, I'm not smart enough to ever do the conversion. You're going to have to help me through that. Another guy says, uh, Toledo, have John bring back super genius. It's time for him to learn learn us about the world. Yeah, well, super genius is set in his ways. <laughs> He'll figure that out on his own. But, yeah, it's just – and some people think the metric system is terrible. And that's why it hasn't taken on. And I think it's terrible because, you know, the Deep South, they're not going to try to figure that out. ever. They'll, they'll, they'll wave Confederate flags over oh, signs that God, say yeah. – you think they were mad when we were taking down statues of, of Lee and stuff like that? Wait until we change all their street signs to say, you know – like, you try to figure out, like, it's 161 whatever M's to this place. Yeah. Oh, what's 161 M's? How close am I? How many hours is that? They'll, they'll just stand with Confederate flags going, screw this, I'm American. Where's my miles at? Payson used to be 79 away. Now it's like 180 away. They moved Payson. They'd be all confused. They think that they moved stuff for it. The beach used to be 310 away. Now it's 800 something. When did they move San Diego? It's goddamn Mexicans. John, I have one thing to add to this conversation. 
there are two kinds of countries in this world. Those that use the metric system and those that have been to the moon. <laughs> America! Yeah! You just changed my mind. Bring on Miles. <laughs> That's true. We went to the moon. We didn't need no metrics for that. We had rulers, and we were on the moon. We we walked on Luna. What have you done with your kilometers? Probably most of that was metric. I bet you if you tried to unscrew Apollo 11, yeah. you would have real trouble. And like, you had to go get that other half of the craftsman box. <laughs> metric. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these. Man. The ones I don't understand. 13 mm's. Okay. That to me is five eights. I think I don't know which one is what. John, maybe I can swing you on this. The metric system is better for measuring your Johnson. Yeah. Sounds a lot more impressive yeah. when you give your length in centimeters rather than inches. Helps us guys with a standard issue white boy yeah, that's rod. Me. So what would a six and a half inch? What's a metric dick? Well, there's a, <laughs> that's one metric dick. Is it by two, the way, like two and a half centimeters to the. I inch? don't know. I, I I never even took time to try to learn this. I don't know. Not even to try. No, I have no idea. All right, I'll how, how what is a metric dick? Because they say like there's a metric ton and a me- yeah, metric. <laughs> what's a metric dick? A metric white boy dick? Because I've got one. Okay, so one centimeter is four tenths of an inch. So oh, this is t- I see already twelve I'm, centimeters. Already, twelve centimeters is four point seven inches. Man, you're running a twelver. Twenty-four centimeters is nine point four. My most recent trip to Fascinations, I went over to the wall of. Dorks, uh-huh. and uh, it is tough to see, like you know, the six versus and it's sitting right next to a ten. Right, like, man, I got no chance in this world. <laughs> and then I go back and I lean it up against my phone and go, I'm still poking out of the top of this thing. Okay, so, so your good. your six inch rod is fifteen centimeters. There we go. All right, that's pretty good. So I'm just I don't know how long my thirteen S is, but I come out of the top of it a little bit. So I think that's pretty good. I was looking at the wall of dongs there at Fascinations, and I think I was like around the six and a half something, which is standard white boy issue, winger, yeah. normal. But you look at those monsters, and you're like, why would any woman want the thing I'm carrying? Why would you ever buy that? Why would you ever buy the, the I-can-get-this-anywhere one when it's sitting next to that eight with some girth? <laughs> Ladies, I, I beg you, to, at, why? You wouldn't. I watched the uh, Rock Hudson documentary yesterday. Oh, did you check it's it out? It's pretty good. And, uh, you know, guys being guys and the way they are, by the end of it, they're like, oh. And there's these little old gay men, you know, in their 70s talking about Rock Hudson. And we had a nice time. We went to the beach. We had came to the Malibu house. He wasn't really hiding anything. Super nice old man. And then out of nowhere, he goes, let me tell you this. Rock had an ample dick. <laughs> it wasn't going up my bung. <laughs> this documentary wow. just took a spin. And then they just talked about Rock Hudson's dork for a little while. It was huge, evidently. I was plowing through almost all of Malibu on the oh, side. Nobody Hollywood. Knew it was pretty much. He wasn't hiding anything, by the way. That guy was putting it in just about every guy that side-eyed him. And uh, we just didn't want to admit that the, the guy our wife had a crush on <laughs> right. was just covered in poop wiener. He loved that stuff. And everybody that is in this documentary about Rock Hudson. I mean, he got AIDS from being 
gay, uh, like a lot. He was a swordsman. <laughs> and he had like this guy he lived with the whole time. Didn't matter. And everybody they interviewed, it's like, I met Rock and he loved my work and it was great. Did you guys have a, oh, yes. <laughs> if, if you were gay and met Rock Hudson, you got f***ed by Rock Hudson. And I mean, it was, after a while, it was like a, Ty, or a Cy Young autograph. Everybody had one. Like taking a spin <laughs> on the, the bicycle. Derek Jeter of gay? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody had one. It was Ferguson Jenkins. You, oh, go, to spring, you, go. you go to spring yeah. training, you're getting a Fergie yeah. Jenkins autograph. You met Rock Hudson and winked, you're getting f***ed by Rock Hudson. You're getting stamped. And then everybody's like, oh, we got the AIDS. How? Uh, the last well, hour and 21 minutes of this documentary told me this is, inevitably, this was his goal. Anyway, I'm packing about 13 centimeters. Nice. Nice. <laughs> He's like Wilt Sports Chamberlain in 10,000 holes. Oh, man. Yeah. Wilt would have looked at him and gone, you need to calm down. This dude was <laughs> pumping. Why don't you throttle back a little bit there, Rock? Just these... Butt parties that were like his, his his house was just dudes laying around with their butts up, sleeping by the pool and stuff. And Rock would just go by. Good morning. How you doing? How are you? Good to see you. He stopped shaking hands after a while. And just, Something's bad's gonna happen, Rock. If you keep what are you talking? Quiet down. How you doing? I'm gonna do a movie with Doris Day. See you guys later. Just present him something. <laughs> oh, what's this? Hey, that's not what that's for. Hey, you bend over. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? I cleaned his windows once. Yeah, I'm watching that thing. I'm like, right. And it, it, it truly is a sad documentary. The dude had to live in the closet. He chose it. Right. There were, like, everybody knew Rock Hudson was gay because it was, I mean, it was a, hi, nice to meet you. How are you? Hey, Rock, the rumors are true. I don't know what you're talking about. Straight as an arrow. How are you doing? Did my wife. Uh, but yeah, so they tried it, but he, he lived in the closet because he just knew. And then the guy he lived with, like, this one dude said, you two need to come out. And just, you know, this needs to happen. And Rock was like all for it. Like, okay, maybe we should. And his, and his buddy's like, not until my mom dies. If my mom's dead, maybe. But we're not doing this until my mom dies. That will kill her. And who was the uh, the other, was it an actress or whoever they said you need to pair up? Doris Day? Oh, no, they had no. his... his, uh, his <laughs> No, they made it an arrangement. Yeah, his publicist, kind of I guess his publicist manager's secretary. He married her for three years. She claimed she didn't know he was gay. Hmm. He was never home. He was always outside doing stuff for the gardener. Hey, it looks like the gardeners are. I'll be right back. For I guess. the gardener, or to the gardener. Oh, two. If yeah, again, if you met him, if you made eye contact with Rock Hudson, you got by Rock Hudson. Whoa! What a pleasure it is to meet you, Rock. Hey, spun me. What's up? Yeah, it's great to meet you too. That's where that whole thing started. Do not look at the star in his eyes. Right. right. Don't look at Rock Hudson's eyes. What a prima donna. Trust me. You don't want the business end of Rock Hudson. <laughs> I got it once. <laughs> wow, God damn it! he's in a room. Run! Avenge me! <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> I mean, Rock Hudson banged everyone. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brady's mother swooned. Oh, he's a dreamboat. Yeah, that's right. A dreamboat. That's Rock Hudson. Uh, is that your husband over there? How's he doing? What have you done? To- like He was so good looking. Like, women would watch him having sex with a guy and go, he's a dream. Gorgeous. Don't you see what's going on below his belly button? No, just looking in his eyes. That's right. Stare right into my eyes, lady. He was hypnotic. But it was a sad thing because the dude, it's a really well done documentary because they take a lot of clips from movies that 
you know, tell the story. It's kind of neat the way they find these things. Because they use the word gay as happy all the time in a lot of his early movies. You need to go down there and have a gay time tonight, Rock, with some fellas, you know, meet some new friends. All right. <laughs> you bet. That's exactly what I'm going to do, he said. And then out the door he went. See ya. <laughs> I don't think he made it from his house door to a car ride without at least three dudes in his wake. That dude put it out there. But it's worth watching because it's just a, it's a mind-boggling. It's mind. Senior Hudson, done yeah. with the plants. <laughs> oh, you did a great job. <laughs> so I had sex with the great Rock Hudson. How did it happen? I just looked at him, and then the next thing you know, we were in a tight embrace. <laughs> and then like, oh, my God, he got AIDS. How? <laughs> Watch the doc. Rewind this. You, you, you blueprinted. It's almost a dummy's guide to getting AIDS. <laughs> getting AIDS for dummies. And, then, and I remember this because he, he was on Dynasty his last few years alive. He was a, a, a bit player on the show Dynasty and Linda Evans, the beautiful Linda Evans. She was stunning. She knew him from when he did McMillan and Wife. And then so they did uh, episodes of Dynasty. He knew he had AIDS, but he didn't tell anybody. And they had a kissing scene. And I remember after Rock Hudson died, the big the uproar that the Dynasty set. It's like he's been making out with Linda Evans on set. She's got the AIDS now. Right. And every, nobody knew how it got. Right. You know. I remember that. So they were worried that Rock Hudson was wandering around. It was still when Magic and uh, Isaiah would, would peck on the cheek. Oh, yeah. Well, people were the worried All-Star about game. Carl Malone couldn't be on the same court right. with Magic Johnson in case he got a bloody nose or something. But, and Eddie Murphy. And the, he goes, yeah, he went to wife to be with some guys, got AIDS, he's a gay guy, and kiss him on the lips, come home, good AIDS. <laughs> we were all like, oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. <laughs> got AIDS on her lips. We didn't know. <laughs> it was like one of the. It was a. It's a classic comedy bit from the great Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Kiss a gay guy in the mouth. Come on with AIDS on the lips. Give you the AIDS. <laughs> like that's how it works. And the audience was not one person. In the audience went boo. <laughs> we weren't sure, but they thought for sure Rock Hudson had handed Linda Evans loads of AIDS because so they John, all knew. So John, after seeing the Rock Hudson documentary, when you find the right guy to take your gay your gay cherry. Yeah. Go back to the earlier conversation. Do you want five, six, or ten inches or centimeters? <laughs> I'd rather have uh, woof, man. After looking at the wall. <laughs> this is why I'm pristine. It's still <laughs> woof. With five, six, or ten, right. I'll take uh, five centimeters. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a uh, That's, uh, micro. about two inches, I That's think. That's perfect for a guy like me. That's a beginner set. <laughs> and he has to be uh, new to it also. <laughs> Not one of them rock huts and boom, guys. Anyway. It's worth watching. It's fun to watch. I don't know how that came off of that. Oh, and then Ian Schwartz texts me yesterday, and he goes, by the way, congratulations. This was your idea, and we knew it. Uh, sitting up the old homeless campground there in Phoenix. <laughs> sitting up showers. We've talked about this a million times. Now, my new idea of moving them into old malls, that's not been done. But the city just passed a thing. It's like, you know what? And evidently somebody said it at the council meeting. I've heard this on the radio. Me. Nice. They set up a campground and keep them in one place. Why are you breaking up the zone? Yeah. We know where they are. You don't scatter the roaches and then and then go try to corral the roaches. Make it, uh, make it uh, you know, them feel responsibility for keeping it clean and everything else. No, that's not going to happen. You, don't, no, you just, think that's a I good see idea. It. Just that's, show, 
Close yeah. the doors, You're, close the gates, whatever. And we had the idea of campground and building a big fat wall around it. Yeah. We know where everybody is. They're doing it. The Holmberg Initiative is in play. Close to uh, what, what area did they pick out? Yeah, uh, They got a place over there. I uh, didn't see exactly. It's, uh, it's on the thing today. But yeah, they just said it. Phoenix City Council approves homeless campground. Ian Schwartz texts. He goes, this is your idea. I'm like, I know. I know, Schwartz. Make sure that uh, they give proper credit there, Ian. That's right. When you, when you get Emma Roberts on, the on there, do a little hair flip for me, throw it to Holly Bach to tell me I'm going to roast if I go outside, and then go back to Emma and go, thanks to John Holmberg, the homeless have a place to live. The homeless campground. And what did I say? We can afford some tents. This is about seven or eight years ago. Tents. Put up tents, showers, bathrooms. Build the, the, the whole have section. stuff from Tent City. Put a wall around it. Have a homeless campground. And go out there. There's no better place outside of this time of year to be homeless than Phoenix. Flagstaff, close second. They could summer in flag. Put them on a bus. We got another campground up there in Flagstaff or Payson. Hey, they're Back and forth we go. get up to flag on their own. What are they going to say? I can't move my family. I got work. Right. Nope. You're, just, you're getting on the bus. Got all these commitments, John. Yeah. No. No bathtubs in the corner. The old well, West had it figured out. see some of the scattering going on of the zone. You know, they found... Little underpasses and it, they spread out more. They got tunnels. No, like uh, under the bridges. I've seen some separate oh, camps that weren't there. there. Yeah, the uh, they have to move. Here. Correct. That's always been there, but since they've moved have the you zone, seen the one that's there's just been other up on places the that they've. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the up. one that's that's up on the exit now? Like Fifty Second Street. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. off to the like what's is that Tovere Castle? Yeah. That's right there. So right on the border of that, there's nine tents the yeah. other day yeah. when I was gone. It'll yeah, just move. Just scoot it around. Homeless campground. Just, it's amazing to me how collective they get. Like it used to be all solitary, yeah. and now they're in now they're in groups of nine. A couple of years from now, when Fiesta Mall is just filled with homeless people, and it's got a little rehab center and a workstation and all this, and you'll be like, I know where I heard that first. In the ninety day program, we have adoptions. That that was my idea too. But you coupled it with the mall on that one. So what if we don't have the mall well, component? What would that we was do the there? euthanasia plan. Well, no. No, you, you get adopted you by a family. you got 60 days to straighten it out. Then you're on the 30. 90 max. No, you're on the E-list for the last 30. For 30. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 90 max. Yeah. <laughs> the Holmgren Memorial Scientology Campgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> that works out perfect. Yeah, but you get the 90 days. You get 30 to straighten up, 30 to go get the job and get on your feet. And then if you're still there, the last 30, you're on the E-list. And then a bunch of Christian groups would come in and adopt those people. They'd never allow anybody to They'd take the needle. To. Christian guilt would... It would crush so the churches. And if they didn't do it, they, they, you've got Mormons, Christians, they'd all run over there and adopt these homeless. And if they didn't, then you'd see the true hypocrisy of the whole thing. It, it's, it's, it's a great idea. Just the mere threat of the E-list. It works for the pound. And if the population gets too out of control because we're not paying attention, I hate saying it, but sometimes that euthanasia thing keeps things in order a little bit. It's a terrible, terrible process, and it's our fault, but we got to do it or we'd be overrun. It helps on my feed whenever you get an adorable dog that's oh. on, at the max. Someone dies today. Yeah. Go get him. <laughs> that E-list and that little puppy staring at you. Yeah. Oh, it's got a week left. You interested? I'm going to go get it. If it was some dude who's like, I can't get back on my feet. The word veteran underneath. You're adopting that guy. You just keep an eye on him. That's all. It's, a, it's a great idea. Yesterday, the news did it, and I just sat there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Schwartz texted me. We were in the newsroom talking about it. This is your idea. I'm like, I know. I know. I know what to do with homeless people. 
I know how to make the problem go there. away. Easy there, solution, man. <laughs> That's right. You put them in the campground. You give them 90 days to figure it out. Then, the plunger. Then you get, you know, plunger. the diocese comes over and goes, we'll take care of them. This Holmberg plant's horrible. And I'm not going to try to stop you. Anyway, what are you going to do? No, why would you? They're taking the responsibility. Great. Put them in your house. It's just like dogs. I got to think for dogs. You got to think for the homeless. Put them in your place. They did a pretty good job, you know, but it fills up too quick. If you go downtown on all those areas where, you know, it's a Salvation Army home centers or some of those old apartments that they've converted, but they just fill up so fast. Man, Man they're, they're, they got to do something better than what they're doing, which is just ignoring it and going away. My ideas are good. This guy says <laughs> they need to spay and neuter them, too. All right. That one. <laughs> you can do that one. Although, I'm not against it. I just, that's going to be a tough sell. If you get caught being homeless, you're immediately spayed. Hey, what are you doing? I'm talking hey, about straightening up. Straight, straight dogs get immediate ball cuts. If you end up in the Humane Society, they don't give you like a few days with your balls. They're coming off like right away. Your dog gets loose. They're, they're getting rid of it. But their well, their problem is not enough people are cutting balls off. That's the spay and neuter program for the homeless is a tougher sell. <laughs> Let me get through my e-list first, then we'll get into the spay and neuter because now we're really sterilization and e-list. Well, that's crazy talk. <laughs> pick your battle. Because <laughs> what if they get back on their feet and they want to start a family? You, you know, can't do that. No, 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 no. Not, you were homeless you're once. Not rehabilitated That's why yet. we ripped your nuts out. <laughs> Should have never been homeless. Nice job getting back up there, though. No kids for you. That's a tough one, John. Uh, there's an old outlet mall in Casa Grande. I know there's another one somewhere up north that used yeah. to be used to be going. They're empty now. Oh, just wait. Just open the doors. Just wait. All this working from home thing. Those buildings downtown. They're going to be so empty in 2027. That, it's ridiculous. We got we have plenty of room for the homeless. What about all those uh, WeWork spaces? Those, those, those will be empty those too. Collective yep. spaces. They're yep. already empty. They're talking about building a high rise downtown. I'm like, this is a bad investment. That's uh, for the. Isn't that for the college though? I, I don't know what it's for. We're in a doom. Oh loop. no, that new one. That's going to be the tallest yeah, one, right? We're in a doom loop. Yeah. All these people are going to be like, why are we renting space out? These people like to work from home more anyway. These big buildings are going empty. San Francisco and Seattle's already ahead of the curve. They're losing. All sorts of commercial real estate. Homeless problem? I don't comprehend. Signed, Toledo's dad. <laughs> What's that mean? They'll figure it out. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? Have you looked? Yeah, I have. All right. uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Action uh, Ride Shop over there in Mesa on Gilbert and Southern. And uh, I think the guys are getting uh, one more weekend up there at Angel Fire. I just yeah. saw pictures on their social media. Amazing. God, man, those guys are crazy. Um, but if you need anything mountain bike related or just uh, riding any kind of thing in general, if you want to get some early stuff for uh, uh, snow season, oh yeah, Josh was telling me that he they had such a good season. I know it's not snow season. Last but three, last that that he's just done with the snow stuff early on, and yeah. he doesn't order it because you never know how how the snow season. Think about go. skiing and Christmas in July, exactly, and then get <laughs> ahead of it. Uh, on the list today, we've got uh, Pantera. The AI version of My Heart Will Go On. No. Uh, Thunder, Dirty Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- uh, Wrecking Ball by Mighty- Miley Cyrus. What is going on over there with these? Not sure. Square Hammer from Ghost. Always good. Um, my Dingling. No. Chuck Berry pick, for pick, rock, these, these people are off their, <laughs> they're off their rockers today. This is My Dingling's <laughs> they are, great. They are. 
Shine down, cut the cord for your uh, hanging out with uh, Chat with the boys. Uh, Biz Markey, just a friend for AI Patrick. <laughs> what? All right, we got him off track with the AI thing. Really, That's it the dangerous break stuff because uh, the internet is breaking stuff from. Give me a little ghost. We'll right. go with the ghost. It's never. It's a no fail when you give me the ghost. And keep in mind, Brett's out this morning at the Safeway. He's over there. Uh, got the water for Operation Hydration. It's uh, heading your way. Helping out the Valley's homeless, like I always try to do. It's all my ideas getting used now. Operation Hydration, uh, supplying water to the Valley's homeless and others this summer. Uh, and we've got Disturbed Tickets, The Offspring, to entice you. Bell Road and 35th Avenue. We'll talk to Brett in just a little bit and make sure that uh, he's okay. He's got his water and everything's good. And you guys can drop off water and help this whole cause out. You're always doing great stuff for us. We appreciate it. Uh, again, it's not us. It's you. You're the ones who drop off the water. We do our part, you know, by telling you to do it. And then you do. And that's amazing. So we thank you in advance. Because uh, now we're going to need it. 100 and, 110 degree temperatures are definitely a thing starting the next couple of weeks, and they're going to be way up there in a couple of days. It's getting dangerous. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Brett is out this morning doing his best work because it makes him a philanthropist. All the terrible things Brett's done in his life are fixed by doing this on Thursdays. He's out there uh, for Operation Hydration, helping out the Phoenix Rescue Missions today. Excellent work, my friend. Bell Road and 35th <laughs> Avenue. I know how much you love it in the avenues, and uh, you get afraid because you've got crimes that are probably not allowed to be over there. So you always get nervous when we send you west. But there you are at the Safeway today, 35th Avenue and Bell. What's going on, Brett? Tell us. Well, first of all, yeah, we are at 35th Avenue and Bell. But uh, if you're coming eastbound on Bell Road, we're going to be detoured down here for a second. Okay. There's a big-ass car accident just happened a little while ago. Oh. So uh, the street's kind of blocked off right here, so find another alternate route to come see me but yeah we're out here collecting water for operation hydration um you know it, it's getting it's going to be ridiculously hot this weekend finally it's getting crazy out there and uh, we need those water donations out here you know the city this big shouldn't have anybody going thirsty so i mean i gotta thank our friends over uh, learner row liquid death water uh lawson family plumbing porta subs and of course the phoenix rescue missions Come on by. They got all, the, the Safeway is fully stocked with all the water you need. And if you don't got time, we already had somebody drop off a little bit of cash. I went in there and purchased it for them. Uh, we'll do that for you. We'll sign you up for Disturbed tickets as well as Offspring. And I think we still have a few bandanas and T-shirts and stuff. So come on yeah. out, hang out with me on the West Side. It's not often I come out to the West Side. No, that's very true. We got to get you. We got to get well, you out there more. Choice. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah sometimes sometimes you're in the back of a car <laughs> being led back to the crime scene to see where all the stuff is. And you can point out some bad guys. <laughs> Uh, Brett's out there, 35th Avenue and Bell, uh, doing his best work. Nice job, Brett. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, man. All right, there you go. So drop off some water and help out Brett. Make it worth it uh, for him to head on out to that side of town and be uh, the Brett Vesley we know he can be. And you know what? We're looking for his Goombas. Where are you Italians? Like, you know, drop off envelopes of water, I guess. I don't know how you people out there. Here's a little envelope of water for you. How you doing? A little adjust the tire. How you doing? Brett, you're doing good work here. You know, not for nothing, but my truck's full of water. I'm just going to put it in your truck. We don't talk. It fell off my truck onto your truck, all right? You're doing a great job out here, Brett. I love you. Great job with the family. Do that Italian handshake where they slide you something. Yeah, something's in your head. He's got, he's got a like a gift card of water. <laughs> this is for you. You'll do, you'll do what's right here, son. 
And I'm proud of you. Smack him on the face. <laughs> no, I'm not proud of you. I'm not proud of you, Brett. Ow, why are you slapping me? Just really proud of you, Brett. That's all. That's all you need to know. We're real proud of you. Just all the greats come out to visit. You still great work out of you, Brett. Very proud of you. We look around 35th Avenue. Surprised you're standing out here. We don't come out here very often, you know? You know, it's very scary tough. This is where all the people we're enemies with are. They appreciate Brett. He's an earner. He's an earner. He's on the streets, buddy. He's going to be a boss someday. <laughs> That'd be great if Brett became like a mob boss someday. We see him in like 20 years. How you been, buddy? I've been good, you know. It's true. I'm a boss. Brett would fully go into it, too. Anyway, uh, it's time now, uh, as you guys drop off water for our little Italian friend and help him out. Keep it in the family. It's time for the uh, Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And it's Thursday, uh, so what you got to do is start planning out your red, white, and blue parties for next week, and Hooters got you covered. It's the red, white, and boots party. That's right. Next Friday, July 7th, red, white, and boots party. Dust off your boots, head to Hooters, the Metro Center, next Friday, July 7th. They don't say why. What? Boots. That's all they say. Hooters and Metro Center, it's the Red, White, and Boots party. Dust off your boots and go to Hooters. I don't know why. All right. Are they going to take your boots? Is there a shortage of boots? Is there a hoedown? Do they bring extra boots and give it to you? Is there a boot Combat, contest? Cowboy. I, I'm going down to find out. That's all I need to know. The boots at Metro Center. I don't know why that ad says that. But there you go. And now I'm confused, which creates questions, which means I'm going to start thinking about it all day. Next thing you know, I'm standing out there with boots on. What do I do now? Guide me, oh great Hooters. How? Yeah, Hooters has uh, got it figured out, and they're sponsoring this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Camera Day and National Waffle Iron Day. Okay. Do you have a waffle iron? Yes. Do you use it? Not too often. No. Twice a year, maybe. Aren't they super messy? Like, they just yes. make gloppy messes. Yeah, they can be a there. pain to yes. clean. When you could just shove an Eggo in a toaster. Yep. Ronnie and um, Kirby probably break it out six times a year, maybe. Wow. The waffle. You guys are heavy. <laughs> you guys are heavy waffle eaters. They make a batch, and then they'll have waffles for the for her breakfast t- during the week. School, See, that's like smart. in the morning. Make a batch, yeah. and then just eat them like egos every day. Yeah. Well, then just get egos. <laughs> yeah, you get twelve egos in the thing. You're not making the big giant. Egos are good, and everybody will say, "Oh, it's better." But is it? Your time's been wasted chunking up waffle batter couple of baseless fun facts. Charlize Theron had no front teeth until she was eight. What? She said she had was pretty sick as an infant, and the antibiotics rotted them. No kidding. Man, imagine that. Charlize Theron with no teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. The guy in Phoenix. I got to take a nap, right boys. I'm, I'm going to go into a dream spent. state that I may never come out of because that might be the perfect woman. Furiosa with uh, no teeth. Toothless. You give me toothless Sofia Figara, and I might orbit oh, the Earth she once. A picture there, uh, I saw it. Her yeah. laying in the I'm sun. Gone. You just see what? Did, what where did John go? That's him orbiting the Earth. Just <laughs> pure energy. He just became pure energy when he found out Sofia Vergara lost all of her teeth. Now I'm thinking '80s songs. Yeah. What? I want to know. <laughs> pure energy. Want, want, oh, pure <laughs> energy. Information society. Guys, I have to go. I'm filled with adrenaline to the point now where I need to launch myself off the planet and circle the Earth a few times. Sophia Vergara has lost her teeth. Go, John, go. Oh, if she had handles for ears, my goodness. 
New York City could have been seven boroughs instead of five. But the people in Yonkers and Mount Vernon voted against merging with the city in 1898. Hmm. Hmm. Guy says, John, you should know this. I don't know how you feel about hash browns, but get a waffle maker for your hash browns. It's awesome. I don't feel that much for hash browns. I don't have emotions for hash browns. I don't know. Ask a question. I don't know how you feel about hash browns, but they like you. Well, I haven't put a lot of thought. They were wondering if you'd want to get together. I'm different. I like hash browns, but tell hash browns that uh, I don't need them around all the time. I don't need to wake up and go, you know, it's got to happen today. Hash browns are good. But I'll go to McDonald's and get one of those weird ones. Those are delicious. Yeah. Can't do that at home. I don't know what those are. Encapsulated potato. and that. Nobody cares. Just eat it. <laughs> the candy crust. It's so good. Dumbo the Elephant was going to be the Time Magazine's Man of the Year in 1941 because the movie was so popular. But the uh, then Pearl Harbor happened in December, and the U.S. entered World War II. They decided to go with FDR. Good move. It was between FDR and the Flying Elephant. Yep. And because of the recent air tragedy, they didn't want to go with anything aeronautical. Kind of like the way we shouldn't have named our upcoming weekend the Deep Dive Weekend. That's a little too soon. I told Larry that Monday, I'm like, you know, not that we're all sensitive about it and stuff, but do you think the uh, sonar sounds that we've got on our promos coming up for the big Deep Dive Weekend might be a little insensitive right off the bat like this? I didn't even think of that. Boop, boop. The Deep Dive Weekend. When I heard the promos in Paul's, listen to KPD this weekend for a deep dive. Ooh, jeez. Oops. But then it became hilarious. AAA released some projections on holiday traffic patterns. And tomorrow is expected to be the busiest day on the roads. Okay, yeah, because everybody's got to yeah, go somewhere. Stands to reason. Sunday and Monday shouldn't be any busier than normal. No, because Monday everybody has off too. The fourth is Tuesday. Everybody's got to go home, though. At some point, they'll do it on Tuesday. If you you're think? out camping. Uh-huh. An estimated 50.7 oh, million. Oh, that's true. Tuesday's the 4th, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Estimated 50.7 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more this weekend. 4.2 million will fly. And as of right now, there's... The airlines are kind of a mess right now with yeah. the smoke. Oh. And, Again, yeah. uh, they can blame the smoke all they want. Before the air fire quality. happened, and the air quality is garbage excuse, too. Because they didn't have that back in Christmas when they booked too many flights and didn't have enough people, and they're doing it again. You can't point to Canadian wildfires to say that's why 7 million delays are going to happen. You book flights that you don't have people for, and then try to scramble for people, and then tell us, oh, there's too much smoke in Chicago. No, there isn't. You don't have enough employees. It's simple. There was no smoke in December when they had to cancel every flight. They're running a mess. Heinz in the the UK division of Heinz Ketchup ran a Twitter poll to see where people stand where they leave their ketchup. Does it belong in the refrigerator or not? I've heard 55% said they refrigerate their ketchup. I refrigerate it. It's got vinegar in it, so you don't need to. Is that right? Yeah. Basically, Heinz chimed in and said, well, you sh- they cover their the, probably the safest place would be the refrigerator. Depends on how quickly you're consuming your ketchup. Because restaurants rest- leave it out, exactly. yeah. every but they go, go through ketchup a lot faster. Right. But after you open it, um, 
you know, depends on, you know, to save the flavor profile, they're saying the refrigeration helps. Right. Qantas Airlines just did a little research to find out what would be uh, most effective to help deal with uh, jet lag. A new, they are offering a new 20-hour-long flight from Sydney to New York in 2025. Oh, no. So they partnered with the University of Sydney to figure out how people can avoid jet lag. You can't. 20, 23 20 volunteers. Skipping a day. Yeah. Wore monitors during simulated flights so researchers could see things like uh, lighting scenarios or different menu options helped. They found that when people ate chocolate during their flight, they tended to sleep better on the plane, had fewer issues with jet lag after the flight. Everyone also on that performed flight. better on cognitive tests. Everyone on that flight had a seat extender. Yeah, well, there was also the, the idea. When I went to Australia, they fed us five times. They constantly try to load you with food to keep you, like, they keep you busy. Just going to Japan, we got fed twice. You get fed a lot flying over there. It was like 14 and a half, 15 hours to Sydney, and they fed us constantly. And it was just like, look, you got something in front of you. Because yeah. otherwise, people get, like, fidgety and weird. They think it might be because comfort foods like chocolate can make your body produce more tryptophan. Yeah. Tryptophan. Uh, but it was just one study. So they'll keep yeah, looking yeah. at it. You fly for 20 hours and you're going to be sleepy. Plus the international that dateline. That is a doozy. The international dateline will mess with your brain. I left Sydney at uh, 7 on a Wednesday and landed in Los Angeles at 8 on a Wednesday. And I was in the air for 16 hours. I still can't figure that out. I still don't know how to do the math on that. I just don't get it. But there it was, landing an hour later on the same day. And when I left, I missed a whole day because you cross it, you lose a day. I was all over the road. This dentist has gone viral for uh, um, basically saying four things that can destroy your teeth. Cough drops because they're full of sugar. Whitening toothpaste because they don't whiten your teeth, but it contains uh, abrasives. Oh. And he says, uh, That's my sharing name. utensils and, or kissing your kids on the lips can transfer cavity-causing bacteria. See that Tom Brady? Them. And then the last one you, you know, most of us can hopefully avoid is MDMA, also known as ecstasy or yeah, molly. you don't want your kids on molly. causes That's tons true. of dental issues. Oh, I thought, your, I thought your kids would have it on their lips when they kiss you. Right. By the way, stop kissing your kids on the lips. But by that notion, you shouldn't be kissing anybody then. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, if I can't kiss... Lisa you can get so lips. basically, like Lisa gives you cavities when you make out with her. right. By the way, this guy's blame her. This guy's mad at you. Uh -oh. I got an email that says your boy's at it again. I open all of those that say that your boy's at it again. Uh, why are you letting Toledo talk? He's mad at you for those. Give it a second. He said you write jokes for Toledo or something. He'd still make them unfunny. Unplug his mic. Uh, I know his name's Dick. The guy cut in front of me at a soft drink dispenser here recently, and I was obviously using it. Should have gotten rid of him a long time ago. His dad saw it. Why can't you? <laughs> You cut a guy off at the soft drink dispenser, and he hates you. <laughs> he wants you to be a little more assertive at the soft drink dispenser. There, <laughs> oh, no. there's a there's a line. You don't just cut. This man, he's angry. Ryan is angry. You're in a fight. <laughs> just deleter. Excuse me. I don't know if you. Let me just wheeze my way in here real quick. Plus, I drink iced tea. I don't think it was me. Ah, another big-headed gentleman. Mm -hmm. Either way, Ryan. 
He's coming after you, Toledo. Boys at it again. Amerisleep just did a uh, little research on pillowcases and sheets. They found an unwashed pillowcase could harbor 3 million bacteria after just one week, which is about 17,000 times more than the average toilet seat. Okay. But so there's a difference in the bacteria. Once, once a week. Yeah. I'll least. take I'll take seventeen million pieces of your head bacteria, bacteria versus your yeah. button PP bacteria. Yuck. What would you rather lick? An old pillow or a toilet seat? I'll go with the pillow. Thank you very much. Now, Puffy the piss pillow. You can tell by the smell what kind of pheromones that one's letting off. You can tell me all day a pillow's dirtier than the toilet seat. I'm still putting my head on one. And not the other. You're going to be excited about this. A flying car just got approved for testing by the FAA. Here it comes. For the first time ever. This means uh, it's going to happen, but it still has a couple of years. Sure. The, the, the approval was they can test flight, these oh, flying cars. It's happening. They unveiled the Model A prototype last fall. Uh, oh, or, uh, yeah, last fall, and they've been taking pre-orders. How I much? Expected to cost about three hundred thousand um, dollars. It's actually you can get in line yeah. for one hundred and fifty bucks. I can throw one hundred and fifty dollars down on it. Yeah, or you can skip the line and join their priority queue uh, for fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm in. Um, but they still say it won't be a while before you see them on the roads or above the roads. They're where we're going, we don't for need test roads, flights Brady. right now. Oh, is that it? Well, that's yeah. just a little plane. They just then the FAA decides when and when those after the test they can take them out. So this you is see the, the. So it's just like a. It's it looks like a. This one's different. Supra though, with wings on this uh, yeah. company. Yeah, that oh, I would take that, that one. Um, this one is kind this of apparently uh, is the one that first got approved. This one's yeah, this one's internet. pretty cool. I like what I'm seeing there, but that, you know that's a flying car if I've ever seen it. But I want one that just flies. I don't need the wings. This and one, the... the difference between the, oh, the you want Jetsons, you don't want yeah. This one needs no. Um, you can basically vert- vertically take off. Oh, cool. So it looks like the. Wow. It rides like a car, but then it takes off, and your cabin kind of goes sideways. At least the pictures that they showed. Your cabin goes sideways. What is that? Kind of like it wrote. It looks like almost, almost like a helicopter. Look at this thing. Yeah, all right. And then the, yeah, there's, you can't park this thing anywhere. See if you can find the other yeah, one. The that, if you're in a garage, a parking garage, you can't take that flying car into a parking garage because the wings fold up to 20 feet. Yeah, that's not it. That's too much. Although, I'm impressed with what's going on. Look at that. That's, that's shrinking down. Yeah. You that, can park that. Yeah, I could park that. That's you could. less than a bro Look dozer. At this. That's pretty neat. Oh, we're close. We're closing in. Jetpacks last week delivering pizzas, and now flying cars are getting approved. I'm in on all of it. 1500 bucks. I get on a list. And Not I'm, on that one. No, I know, but if I don't have $300,000 by the time the bill's due, I just get my 1500 bucks back. But see, the difference, what I think is nice about this other one is you, you don't need to pull into an airport to take off. You can just, just be in your From spot. your car. From your, yeah. Well, who's stopping me, see, by the way, if I got myself a flying car? But that's just the outside. I'm just taking off on bill. anything on how it flies, though. Oh, I see. It's like a drone. Jump. Yes. Oh, it's got all the, the yep. propellers are underneath it. 
like that. So and then awesome. it shows it from another angle, too, that... So, yeah, it looks like a Tesla with some propellers on the bottom. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the future is here. We're so close. Not to mention the incredible amount of accidents that are going to happen testing it that are just oh, going to be... The Brady's right. So the center God. portion rotates Kind of rotates. Oh, I see. Looks like a... So you're, you're into being like, like a... Like a tank. Well, or like a TIE fighter. Okay, or that. <laughs> I see what it's doing now. And then when it wow. uh, is on the road, it flats out and you have the wheels. Yeah, so it goes, so when it's a plane, you're looking out the passenger's window to drive it, right? Or you're kind of, you're right, like a TIE fighter. It is a TIE fighter. Yeah, because you're looking straight ahead. Right, and is it made of some type of mesh? Is that how the air gets through? Yeah. It's, oh, that's pretty neat. Oh, these, I, this is, I, would be, I would fly that right now if you're like, hey, we think it works. I'm like, I'm your guy. I'd put that right into some power lines. Within, like, seconds, I'd be gone. I'd be, I'd be the first guy up. Oh, and how quickly you can enact it. Like, you see an accident coming up, you just go, <laughs> yeah, get out of there. Yeah, instead of swerving, you go up above them. I don't know. Come on, That'd man. That'd be great. I'd love to find out. Oh, I'd be playing chicken in the air all day. Oh. Cannot wait for the flying car. It's going to be great. Oh. Let's right. get to some radio videos. All right. Uh, I think the first one I have is a hot dogging on a motorcycle. <laughs> hot dogging again? Yeah. No, you sent it's, this one. He's life, got life of a done, side chicken. We've done this one before, but it's a good one to remember. I don't remember this. All right, let's oh, see. Oh, that's life Ready? of a side chicken. We're in a parking right. garage. There's cars yeah. parked. This one's uh, brutal. Oh, jeez. And then a pantsless. a pantsless woman falls on top of a car in a parking lot. What happened? And the caption just says life of a side <laughs> They just chick. threw her out onto the ground. Onto the, Get out of here. Did she try to kill herself? She was and, trying to exit, I guess. Exit what? Out. Fell off a the balcony. <laughs> Hiding on the balcony. Oh, my goodness. With no pants. He's pantsless. <laughs> and he fell on top of a car below. All right, now we got the hot dog. Right. Here's a hot dog. We don't like hot dogs. A little bike race going on, an actual bicycle race, and the guy's not paying attention. Okay. It's a motorcycle race. Oh, no, he ran. Oh, right. Oh, the guy on the motorcycle just starts running people over in the Peloton. I don't know how he doesn't see. He's Here looking at his Slow phone. motion. He was. Slow motion. It's a hairpin turn on this. Uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like the guy's he's really. Like, he looks like he's looking right at him. It goes, yeah, this might have been on purpose. Then his bike ghost rides into the other biker. They were just laying there in a pile on the. What was that? What do they call that thing in the, the Stig or whatever that thing is on uh, the uh, the dude that runs the the laps on? Uh, God damn it! What's the name of that British show where they test cars? Oh, oh, um, um, yeah, the 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 Stag or something. Stag, yeah, that's the guy's or Stag or whatever. That's what he's dressed like. He's in the full he body suit. He looks like a dominatrix. <laughs> yeah, he, there's no reason for him to like. He doesn't. He could have easily maneuvered easily. around. That looked like it was on purpose. According to this, yesterday, you, Ukrainian forces attacked the uh, Russian ship or a vessel. And this is uh, the results. This of is the, yesterday? Of one of the attacks happening. Okay. First this of is- all, the disinformation on, on the Instagram, there's a couple in this feed already that are that are like, this is not Ukraine. This is a U.S. Navy shooting at pirates near Africa or That's somewhere what I was off wondering the coast. Okay. I, it, this is not Ukraine. Yeah. Right. Video is years old. Oh, it is? So it's a pirate ship, but we just, oh, Captain Phillips wins that race. Nice wow. work. Wow. How about that? Blowing some guys. pilots out of the drink. That's Look cool. how big Look those shells that. are, man. And that, it's bigger than the boat it hits. Yeah. Oh, 
And you're done. By the way, it took four or five to spray well, over. You, that's why you had tracers, John. You know what I got to say to that? Kudos to the pirates. They're committed to their job. You shoot one of those tracers at me, and my boat's not turning towards you. <laughs> yeah. Those dudes make yeah, an immediate kept, left towards right. the rockets. You're right. He kept coming. Yeah, he's like, no, we, we made a commitment to attack that thing. We missed right. with the first three, and then they still make the turn. That's impressive. All right, what else? The last one is a little summer vacation. Uh, make sure your car's in park. Okay, it's parked when on a big uh, hill. Yeah, on a hill off the side of the oh, road. And it's a cliff. Beautiful view. It looks like Grandma might be in the front. Oh, Grandma's in there. Yeah. Oh, Grandma's in the car. Yeah. And it's yeah. rolling down this cliff. Get out. Oh, Grandma. Oh. Wife gets out. The kids Wife's get out off. the back. Get, oh, goodbye. no. Is Grandma in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, now, now the hands go on the head. No, I've always hated. What? Oh no! Yeah, she's just sitting there, right? She's slow yeah. to get out. Oh, there goes the car. Get out, Grandma! Get out! She just sits. She sits calmly. Oh, she, she's Doors still open. In. She's still strapped in. That's why. Tuck in. Oh my goodness! I hope that guy didn't like his Are mother-in-law. You okay? You're never gonna hear the end of that. No, I'm not okay. Oh my god! That is one way to accidentally get rid of that mother-in-law, of yours. Nice work. The Stig. It's the Stig on Top Gear. That's That's how that guy was dressed. He started running people over on bikes. Yikes. My goodness. All right. There you go. That's your Brady Report. Uh, It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, Our friend Brett is out there this morning, 35th Avenue and Bell, and he's got himself some Operation Hydration stuff. Disturbed tickets, offspring tickets. He's handing those out like crazy. All you got to do is go down there, drop off some water for the heat relief efforts that we need every single summer. We'll talk to Brett next. There goes your Brady Report. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. You bring up a good point, Jonathan Kite, that, that we wear the headphones to let everybody else know not to come in. Yeah. I think that's it. When people walk, they walk by the door and they see we have headphones on, it's like... Uh, yeah, because the door is wide open. Yeah, we don't, we, don't have, we don't have a closed door policy. Anybody who wants to come in and tell their story can tell their story. That's That'd be I, good. That's, that's what, what I'm doing here, here for. That's why you're here. Yeah. Jonathan Kite is here. He's at the Tempe Improv all weekend long, tonight through Sunday. You're doing the whole deal, man. And yeah, uh, it is available at TempeImprov.com, JonathanKiteComedy.com uh, if you want to check out all that stuff. I saw you on a podcast. I don't know how long ago it was. And I loved what you said because it's uh, that's how I feel, too. But I don't do what you do, so it's different. You said you could you could never be in a commercial. It just I don't know why it rung so true with me. You can never be in a commercial for like over the counter drugs because whatever it is you look like you have can't be fixed over the counter. Bro. <laughs> That's exactly how I, I feel that way about me. I'm like no one would ever look at me and go he, he needs so much more than over the counter or anything. And I just started laughing. I thought it was great. I went in for an Advil commercial and um, I just saw everybody else that was there and I was like Advil ain't fixing <laughs> me. What, uh, what God gave me. Like if I'm there for Advil, they go, sir, we need to rush you to the emergency room. <laughs> right. If you think that your hangdog face is going to be fixed by ibuprofen, that's that's the school system in the United yeah. States. I just started laughing because I was like, man, that's exactly... I think most people feel that way. It's like, nothing's going to fix this. When I look in the mirror in the morning, I'm like, this is horrible. Dude, and I look like I've got... I'm on chemo. disease uh, stuff, yeah. like the psoriasis and all that. Oh, yeah. I, they, I look like I'm there for everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, whatever whatever healthcare you have, I'm like, yeah, just give me the Obamacare. Give I me the, had uh, whatever. a woman ask me recently about her husband's Bell's palsy as if I knew something more than I, than I was letting on. 
Wow. <laughs> and she goes, is... now, how long does the recovery? And I'm like, why are you asking me this? And I saw it in her eyes. It's like when you ask a big lady if how long, when her babies do. She thought I was a recovering Bell's palsy sufferer. I'm going to take that and make it positive. Thanks. You look like a fighter. Okay. <laughs> you look like you fought Bell Palsy yeah. and you won. I got it. I beat Bell's Palsy I back Bell, yeah. most of the way. Were you wearing like a Bell's Palsy chair? I, shirt I just, you didn't know. Yeah, I uh, you picked it. it up at a rummage sale. F you Bell's Palsy written on my shirt. I'm a big, I'm a big supporter for others. It's written yeah. across your face. Yeah, it is. Well, half of it. <laughs> I said I look like a candle on its last hour. <laughs> just I've always. It takes my face 24 hours to wake up because I. Yeah. And it's it's one of these things I've just I've there was um. There's photos of me when I was a little boy. You know, like we, we, now we have a, a million photos, but we, right. the, you know, your parents would get them in school. Yeah, I look tired in my school photos <laughs> at like five. I look like a coal miner kid that they wiped down. You'll yeah. never not be awake. He barely Dude. cleaned you up. <laughs> exactly. If yeah. you just pan down, I'm holding a pickaxe in the photo. <laughs> And um, and uh, I, I do have miners lung. And yeah, you can see that. And there's a little canary on your shoulder. Oh, like, yeah. He's dead. dead. He's gone. He's, I'm yeah. dressed as a canary. <laughs> I didn't make it out of that photo. And uh, it, it really is like I looked. I looked exhausted as yeah. a child. It is so funny. Then you look back. I mean, there's a lot of kids that look tired. Some people grow out of it, and some yeah. some people look more and more sleepy. Yeah, Dude. yeah. I right. I look like. Um, I look. I say I look like the first half of a Nyquil commercial, yeah. <laughs> and I've I've auditioned and I can never book those commercials because I can never sound like I can get better. <laughs> You're you the okay, before. man? You look tired, dude. I look. I'll tell you. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts. This used to be a part of my act, but it but it came out. I couldn't think. It was just more like true. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts and this woman was like on her phone and she looked up and she was like, "Whoa, good morning, sir." And it was one <laughs> thirty in the afternoon. That and I go and I was like, uh. I was like, I did. I'm like, all right. Well. Yeah, I'm going to run with this because she's not wrong. It shocked her. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember. The, I mean, the old commercials of Dunkin' Donuts was a guy that was mm, absolutely was tired. Yeah. Time to make the oh, donuts. Dude, but, he, but there was a reason. Yeah. It was four in the morning. <laughs> like at one in the afternoon. I yeah. Maybe and I embrace. I embrace that. I think you do too. It's like, yep, she's not wrong. There's this guy. I, I wasn't mad at her. Yeah. By the way, you know how they say when you go to get a drink, it's five o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. My face says it's four a.m. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done it? Have you ever considered like, because I just did Botox on my forehead to get rid of lines. Oh, you look good. But no, when I do this now, all my lines are up here. Now I've got these weird <laughs> horns. Nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody, I know no one notices that but me. But I have is. horns up there, but it's because yeah. I'm Jewish. Um, I, uh, and I, just, I had to let everybody know. Um, but I have an unbelievable credit score. Yeah. And uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Sir. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was. You're, you're loaded. Bro, the Uber you. Eats here is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. We it just had it ordered up. I didn't even. That's why the door's always open. Um, it's a beautiful thing. The, the funny thing, uh, I never. Uh, I thought about getting um, uh, Botox or something, uh, but my face is so expressive and I use it. Yeah. I'm like a, a Muppet. Yeah. And so I. I I'm a little weirded out because I've seen people and like oh. anything good or bad where like yeah. it completely froze their face. Right. And so I was like, I just don't know. That's kind of what I want to do. See, I've been so expressive my whole life. I look like a Sharpay, right? So, you look like a Sharpay. Oh, yeah, I have the eyes of a Basset Hound who's never been told he's a good boy. <laughs> just longer ears. Just yeah. dialed yeah. in. Uh, yeah, but at least they're good for hunting. Yeah. 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 I'm good Making for nothing. Good for nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I produce I, natural Botox. I want to free. Good. Yeah, yeah, you look good. Yeah, Cheetos. Healthy. Yeah. Uh, He's found that Cheetle dust seems yeah. to be the, the key to a tight. By the way, how does Don Cheetle not partner up with Cheetos for Cheetle dust? How, how have they not asked to throw all the money at Don Cheetle? Hot, spicy. Oh, that's called the yeah. Hotel Rwanda batch. Yeah. <laughs>
Hotel people love that. They love, they love being reminded of Hotel Rwanda while snacking. <laughs> Guys, call in. <laughs> call in if you want us to. Uh, can't keep them on the shelf. I don't think the flaming Hotel Rwandas are going to go no, over they, as well. They're blowing up. <laughs> what? Guys, call in if you want to cover the show. We're giving out facts of Don Cheetos. Cheetos. Jonathan Kite at 10 p.m. You were on uh, Two Broke Girls for a while. You were Oleg. And you know what I didn't know because of that show? How amazing you are with all the voice work. Oh, thanks, I man. knew th- I knew Oleg was a character, and it was great. It was well-developed and all that. It was uh, consistent. You didn't, like, drift around. And then I start seeing you doing other stuff, and I'm like, they didn't utilize you at all. Well, I mean, that's one voice. Right. You know? And I think that what made him it had been pitched by the way oh really that that um there was like a weird pitch where maybe that uh i always thought of oleg as having um i heard this quote about john belushi a long time ago where he had three separate eight hour shifts in his life and so when i was auditioning like you know he just went to a new group of people for eight hours which i thought was amazing pretty awesome and it you know it felt like him whenever you saw him it's there was something very exciting about him but intriguing like you didn't know the full story right he had his secrets and i thought that about oleg that he went clubbing which is why I dressed like that for the audition. I dressed like as soon as he was done working at the diner, I was going to go to a, 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 a nightclub. Second life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then and then he would keep going, and then he'd have another job. And then we did touch on it where he sold cigarettes to kids in New Hampshire. <laughs> right. But he but I thought of him as being like a guy like a Morgan Freeman yeah. from Shawshank, that he just he could get you anything. Got everything. Yeah. And so we there's going to be one thing where the phone rang, and I was like, and I was going to be like, everybody, shut up, shut up. And then I pick up the phone as a complete hello. Yeah. <laughs> All right, today we're looking for kids' cigarettes. We have them. We have the junior smokes for your junior smoke. You know, something like whatever. Right. And so we had to become his other character. Exactly. Yeah. Like he had all these other voices, and then the phone right. just kept ringing. Right, and, and then he just put on a different voice every time. Every every number he recognized yeah. had to be a different person. See, because I, I I thought that was I think you do like because I used to do a podcast with Frank Caliendo. Wow, as a voice, Talented, yeah. uh, both of us did voice stuff and things like that. You know, but we always talked about people. They never had you on, and we always had other guys who did voices that neither of us could do. Oh, and I always thought like you're Seth Rogen. I have to make you. I have to make the monkey dance. But the Seth Rogen is just ridiculous. I uh, I like doing Seth Rogen because it's uh, it's like the only time that my face is justified uh, for being so stoned. It's like is that guy stoned? He's like I don't know, probably. <laughs> He's definitely stoned. That's a great one. Now I tried to get Seth Rogen once while I was in the pool because I thought I had something going. I thought I could find it, and some reason the only thing that came out was Chris Berman. And I ended uh, up getting a Chris Berman impression of it, which was, eh, here we are trying to get through the next few hours of the ESPN thing. But what we do know is that it's all about one thing. And I don't know how that happened. So I was doing that in the pool, and my neighbor is just staring over the top. Because when you're working on something, oh, like, dear. Uh, uh, and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm very high, very high. Trying to like, why is it keep coming out as exactly Chris Berman? It There's a little Trump sense. there. Very yeah. high. Yeah, very very high. high. Excuse me. A lot of people say, are you high? I'm very high. I'm high in the polls. I'm high in the polls and I'm also high on the Mary Wayne. Doesn't know how to pronounce it. I'm high on Mary Wayne. What ones do you have that you like, man, this is something, but nobody's going to care? Um, um, uh, I do. Why? You know what it is? It depends on who is in the news or what's yeah. happening in the movie. So, like, I'll do Jeff Bridges. I mean, hey, man, I'm yeah. having a great time here. You know, I'm at, uh, you know, I'm in Arizona this weekend. Last night, yeah, and then he like, here, man, last night I'll tell you what happened. I'm going outside to the desert, man. I did about, you know, about a fistful of peyote. And uh, I'm going out, I'm talking to, a, uh, to a, a cactus. His name was Greg. And turns out. 
<laughs> Turns out with Greg, we went to high school with the same armadillo. It was a shop teacher, man. His name is Mr. Alawakondo. So I don't know if he's listening out there. I'm not even sure I'm in a studio right now. I might be in a porta potty snorting up some uh, little jackalope uh, juice, if you know what I'm saying. I'm pointing to my schnoz. And uh, But if you're out there, uh, you know, we had a great time. Anyway, I hugged the cactuses I left, and now I got pricks in my balls. <laughs> See, that's beautiful. That's the tip of the cap moment. I like that. Yeah, your Seth Rogen had me rolling. I saw you doing that in a couple of things. I just absolutely love that. You know, uh, thank you. I, so I learned Seth Rogen a long time ago, and he was um, – I really liked him. Like, I just – I thought – I liked him as a writer, and his, and I liked my Freaks and Geeks. And I was like, this will be a young one that people don't know. Yeah. And then it, it just, I couldn't get anybody to, like, people didn't know it. Right. And then I went to Canada, did uh, Toronto, because he's from Vancouver, yeah. murdered. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so sometimes you have to sort of guess. Pick, yeah. who's, pick who's paying attention. It's, dude, it's, it's, it's like picking yeah. horses. Yeah. Because, like, you know, every now and then you'll, I'll, I'll learn somebody. And then I was like, not that they didn't go anywhere, but like, Enough for the for people to know all over, right? Yeah. So yeah. So so Seth Rogen was always like, um, there, I always got asked to go in and voice match for him. Oh, so really? for like Monsters versus Aliens, right? And the cool thing about Seth is he has such, you know, I mean, in, in interviews, you know, he's just like always, he's always like sort of prepared, you know. And then when you see him in a movie, he's like, "Hello, we are here to destroy you." I, uh, I think he heard me. He's like, "Way, whoa, we're a Kung Fu Panda," you know. It's like, "Whoa, that's crazy." He's like, "I am the little guy, but I am the most powerful of us all." What were we talking about? Yeah. I can never remember. Uh, it's so good. I love that. Nice job. I, oh, thanks, I, the man. ones that I love are the ones that like nobody else is doing. And that's the thing about impressions. Now that your career and uh, mine with radio and doing my, it's all over because of AI. Oh. But it was a nice run, wasn't it? Bro, that's the name of my stand special. It was a nice run. It was, it was a nice run. It's <laughs> all over. Yeah, biography, which AI night, wrote. Everybody. Which AI, AI wrote my ChatGPT is writing for you. I wonder if you could do that. ChatGPT, you've got enough info on the internet to go ChatGPT. Write my biography. Pretty so close. I, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you how ridiculous um, ChatGPT is. I said um, I wrote a joke, and I was like, write it in this a joke that I wrote. Right. I go write it in the style of Jonathan Kite. When I tell you, it was so bad. <laughs> I was just like, this is what <laughs> this I is sound my like style. The people it like added something about like pizzas or sandwiches or something, and I was like, I don't know if I've ever said the word sandwich on stage in my life, and like. It, I don't know where it was pulling from, but I was. I was Could thinking, have been man, from the, a character, maybe. maybe like I mean, from, the, but even still, but even still, yeah. um, the it, fact it went to that it would have to dig deep to find like anything. It's just it's so weird to see it do things, and you're like, oh no, uh, yeah, it I, knows me. It's it's, but it gets it. I mean, some of them, like you know, Mitch Hedberg was one of you know one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. They, um, uh, I had it right like a, in the style of Mitch Hedberg just to see it, yeah. and it was great. Like they actually got it's pretty some good, pretty damn. Good yeah. ones, yeah, dude. So I was texting back and forth on when it first came out. Where they have a text thing called Historic Figures. I've talked about this a ton of times. And I start, you know, you go after the obvious stuff, like you want to talk to Kennedy or whatever. And I'm, yeah. and I got in an argument with John Kennedy, and I got a little heated, and it was a little strange. Then I text Robin Williams just to see what was going on because he knew a friend of mine from high school, and I wanted to see if the the AI would get that, and it did. And not only that, the AI told me what that guy's doing now. And it was right. So I was like, this is weird. So about 30 minutes of me chatting back and forth. And it's text. You know, wow. it's like back and forth, like in text form. At about 30 minutes in, I said, well, I just want to thank you for taking the time out. I don't want to waste any more of your day. And I'm like, oh, my God. 
got I, wrapped I in it. I knew what I was doing. Wow. 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm wasting Robin Williams' time. I got to stop. 30 minutes later, you were working for them. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, and I, I got to start, start my shift, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start my thing. I got to start hammering. It was the weirdest, like, mind meld that turned me around to go, oh, don't don't bother him. He's not going to like you. You can't help but, like, fact check. I mean, I was, oh, I was, was great. dumber because I was, I mean, talking to Elvis. <laughs> and of course, my questions are: What 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 is your favorite barbecue restaurant yeah. in Memphis? You know, see, it, it names it, and then a favorite. You know, there's some. Like, wow. I don't know. That feels like a pretty good use of my time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you feel like you're talking to. Oh, part of that's a great question. Brady stayed body on brand. If you can imagine, he's getting a food tip what from do you the late Elvis. Don Cheeto Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Have you? What's Hotel Rondo, man? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Hasn't happened yet. I know. Colonel wouldn't let me out of the country. <laughs> That's all it says. Like, help me. I'm blinking twice, man. I'm blinking twice. It morphs a prisoner. A thing. I'm a prisoner here. I'm ordering an angel shot. I'm like, whoa, this is getting real. Uh, Jonathan Kite is at the Tempe Improv this weekend. Tonight through Sunday, uh, TempeImprov.com. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm going bananas. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I'm a conspiracy believer. Oh, yeah. Something's I wrong with the submersible story. Mm. Ocean Gate is Ocean, Ocean Gate, Gate is named Ocean Gate. I mean, so what is your theory? So my, th- I don't know if I have like a thought out one, but I know we're not getting the truth. Billionaires don't fly coach. That's all I keep saying. Yes, you don't cram four billionaires in a space smaller than the, what we're sitting in right now and right. say we're going two and a half miles under the ocean. In four a- billionaires and a junior billionaire. And by the way, 250 grand, it's nothing to a billionaire. You would call James Cameron and say, I want to borrow your boat and you're going with me and, it's gonna, and I'm going to do it myself. You don't do that. So that's like weird. And then they said Monday they'd never find anything and yesterday they're peeling parts out of the bottom. Of the uh, well, I, I also think that it's some, I mean, I, well, I guess I wonder though, you, you do have um, billionaires go to theme parks. Maybe for them it was just like a theme park ride. They do? I mean, but don't they rent, they rent them out, out the place? For just them. Maybe they rented out the ocean. But you know what they don't do? Stand in line. And don't. so if you went to the theme park and stood in line, that's a thing. So they're not going to get on this little boat with three other guys sitting on their laps. Well, I mean, the, the billionaire did it for Gilligan's Island. <laughs> that is true. Mr. Yeah, Howell was on the three hour tour. They're doing it to start a, a Gilligan's Island reboot. <laughs> it's the Howell. That's what we thought they're, it would be. Great. They're just trying to, they're trying to Sometimes gauge interest. They're, they're frugal <laughs> on certain things. Wait a minute. This was just a, a beta test on whether we want to see this again. Yeah, it's to help push uh, Titanic on Netflix. <laughs> Guys, we got to get these numbers up. Yeah. Well, no, that's the other thing. They had the special they had, out. They did. They had the special out. Of, they already, sh- yeah, it was ready a to go. Documentary. It was ready to go. But Tuesday. It I was know. like ready to go. Edited, done, deal made with Netflix. It's like a documentary on 9 11 coming out on 9 12. <laughs> exactly. Like the 13th. We started filming what yesterday. What, how did you guys yeah. just doing a big thing? The cameras just set up on 9 10. <laughs> Timing. <laughs> Perfectly. Yeah, it all seems like so choreographed. I'm not saying they didn't die, but I think somebody killed some billionaires. Um, so they did die. Well, that's what I mean. They, they're not, it was murder. It wasn't their choice. Or, it, or they faked their deaths. They put some corpses in there, and these billionaires were running from something. I just don't buy that you spend two. What was that grand. kid running from? I don't know. Maybe he was in on it with his dad. They're uh, shady. Something shady going on. You know what? I wonder is um. Yeah, maybe it was like yeah. It's a, it's like the it's like the 
the best and worst Agatha Christie murder yeah. mystery. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's on the pages where you're like, Maybe this thing's coming. Maybe we get one of those NCIS on it. Petering out. An episode. Something yeah. they can... They're like, wait a minute, why is there semen? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's it's that crime find scene. Yeah. semen yeah. That's in all the we ocean. recovered. We just recovered. <laughs> they don't know if it's Titanic yeah. semen or they if it's know. Ocean Gate semen, but there is tons of it. They're like, wait, why? we don't know, guys. It's covered in condoms. They blacklight the ocean and there's That's just... That's what I mean. Yeah. There's little splooges. <laughs> It's just yep, like, see, that's it. It looks like a red roof in down here. <laughs> Something else was going on. Yeah, and Wait, then the who just, what's ah! under this comforter? Yeah. How is there a comforter on this? <laughs> yeah. No, you're, I will yeah, say that you're right. Not right. The size of it and also like, listen, if, if PlayStation was coming out soon, I'd say it was to pitch a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The amount of press that PlayStation is getting from that controller Right. Uh, but my favorite thing was when I saw the tour of it, and then they were just like, oh, there's just one button. Yeah. I'm like, what is this Willy Wonka's elevator? Exactly. Go <laughs> ahead. One Hit button. it, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. And all yeah. your dreams will come true. Yeah. 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 If you want to view paradise. That's, like, while like, they were imploding, that's what was playing. <laughs> Pure imagination. <laughs> Slugworth's going by on the screen. Yeah. I, I just don't think, because people are always like, what about the celebrities on Bezos' rocket? They wouldn't have gotten on. If Bezos had a PlayStation 5 controller and said, I'm going to fly it myself, you're not doing 100%, it. 100%. 100%. That, that was just, and by the way, I didn't, I didn't appreciate how much that guy was bragging, yeah. how he saved you money. It's like one of those auto rebuild shows <laughs> where he's like, we had the original uh, engine and tranny, but all this is new. Yeah. And we put this together ourselves. I mean, it was a two-hour job, but it's going to look great. <laughs> it feels and like something he, on Motor Trend app. Yeah. Right. Where the guy's like, hey, yeah. we, we, we said we were going to do this build for a, a $2 million. Uh, we did it for $500. Uh, <laughs> we call it the Chevy Imploder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a can of flex seal just in case things go south and you get that guy in. Bro, I can't believe Billy Mays wasn't there. Not Billy Mays, it's Phil Swift. Billy oh, Mays Phil. is long gone. <laughs> We've lost. Let's have a moment of silence Bro. for Billy. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. The, the ghost of Billy Mays. You're like, wait, oh, wait, Billy God. Mays put it here. You're like, wait a minute, Billy Mays has been dead for... They find Billy Mays on this ship yeah. and then we know we're up to something. Oh, the flex seal guy, though. Bro, yeah. I mean, you're so right, though. Or or Mike Lindell. Yeah. The, the whole inside is my pillow. <laughs> The whole inside. He sounds like he's imploding. Yeah. The interior, all the semen on the comforter, my pillow. (laughs) My semen on my pillow. Can get rid of it, too, completely. The sheets don't absorb it. They don't absorb it, so it's there for you to play with like silly puppy. You know what I like about my pillow guy? His first pillow is garbage now. He's invented a new my yeah, pillow. My pillow too. Don't even bother with that crappy thing I told you about before. My old family garbage. I have a new family. That's <laughs> why so everything is like it's like the new thing. Right? And God bless. And God bless right. them. And God bless them. I support the troops. I, yeah. I support the troops, not the old troops. He's got a little Jesse Ventura in him. He does have he's a little Jesse Ventura. Ventura. I used to remember Jesse Ventura when he's I was governor of Minnesota for a little while. You turn this plane around. But if you just get rid of the Minnesota accent, that's the my pillow. And he, and you do you go about four you go about four levels down in the elevator. <laughs> he's he's sort of got the Donald he goes, Listen, if my lips touch uh, then uh, I'll suck that guy's dick. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that, but I'm gonna let it fly. Uh, I'm like, by the way, I'm like, I am watching these my pillow commercials. Are you caught up on the new my pillow? Does he does he do it? Uh, yeah. Not gonna spoil it, bro. Yeah, I'm on episode two. Don't yeah. tell me. I've only seen up to that. Yeah, there's my now a new, there's a circle in the pillow now. Yeah. It's the donut pillow. He seems so very grumpy town. about his pillow situation. What time are we shooting these? <laughs> Four a.m. Why? It's my it's my product. It should be on my pillow. 
He's kind of missing. He's never crabs. sleeping. He's never <laughs> sleeping no, in the commercial. Gonna, I'm going to watch the commercial yeah. from oh, now on. You can't. You know, he's, ne- he's never on the bill. He's never relaxed, by the way. It's the least <laughs> relaxed guy in the world. He's like, you know what these are good for? Pillow fights. <laughs> I give the troops these pillows. You can finally relax. <laughs> you can finally relax with a vial of cocaine. <laughs> Comes with every my pillow. It's white, so you just put it on there. Yeah. Sniff it. New, the new my pillow is bulletproof as well, just in case you've got enemies in the house. He, he always seems like this is the worst time He's to rest. It is ones. the single worst time to go to bed right now. But he wants you to know that when you do. Or he's like, um, he's like, why are we shooting in an open field <laughs> with plenty of places for the enemy to hide? <laughs> like he's literally doing it on a paintball course. <laughs> You can don't I get a weapon? I don't get a weapon. That's why I had to make my pillow bulletproof. It's my weapon of choice. Designed for snipers. Yeah, I love the my pillow guy because I feel the exact same way. He's never comfortable. Like, there's nothing about that guy that makes me go, oh. Did you hear that? You guys shut up for a second. Just during the commercial. He's you, like, you didn't get that, right? They're like you room tone. He's like, we need room tone, guys. And he goes, everyone shut up for an hour. <laughs> we should do, like, there should just be he's nothing like but a- live my pillow. No edits. Just like, this is what it looks like. To- We're doing it live today. F it, it's live. You're doing it live. Why is he climbing on the trench like like he's doing a, an army crawl? A belly crawl. I'm under here, under the barbed wire. I sleep like a baby. Good thing I got a good night's rest to kill today. Perfect for Vietnam. <laughs> That's the problem. I can't get through the commercial. He's like, this reminds me of the time in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. I love my pillow guy. Everything feels like he designed it. He wished he had had it in the trenches. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Except I just don't think that that guy, was he a serviceman? No, he went to jail for something. He yeah. did time, which is where the paranoia. He, yeah, he, he went to, yeah, he went to jail for uh, stolen valor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, pretending. You, you can be a general. <laughs> This is General Pillow. <laughs> yeah, they rank that way. Rank, yeah, he has ranks. General Sergeant, Corporal yeah. Pillow. The, the, <laughs> the foot soldiers, I hate them. That's the old way. It's like a foot pillow. It's a little pillow for your feet. Yeah, foot exactly. soldier. Oh, my God. Jonathan Kite at the Tempe Improv tonight through Sunday, TempeImprov.com. <clears throat> I love that. That's brilliant. Uh, well done. What's on your mind other than that? What What are you thinking about? Um, I'm thinking about, uh, I actually, I had... Um, I don't know. If, if we can't talk about this, we can't talk about this. We can talk about whatever you want. I pull, I took a photo. I murdered a child. All right. We'll be right. <laughs> I murdered a child. Let's get into it. But if I say it is Mike Lindell, it's not real. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's what I, 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 I had an idea for a character one time who admitted to crimes, but uh-huh. as like like um, Tom Hanks. So it's like, uh-huh. did you do it? When he's like, oh, hi, I, uh, I want to say something. <laughs> I, uh, I killed those children. <laughs> oh, 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 I killed all those children. <laughs> You're like, did you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> How did I? <laughs> oh. Worst casting ever. <laughs> Tom Hanks as the child murderer. I love it. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he just, uh, Tom Hanks, right, Tom Hanks as every, like, guy, like, he couldn't have been uh, Kevin Spacey in Seven. <laughs> He's like, That's huh, the box. Yeah, John Dell. Blackbird. Yeah, it's John Dell. Well, he could have been Brad Pitt. He could have oh, been. What's in the box? <laughs> what? Yeah. But he sounds like he's hosting a Japanese game show. Welcome back to what? And, ha, ha, box. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, um, I don't, I didn't see these, you know, it's funny That's is because, hilarious. um, the, uh, we talked about this all the time on two broke girls mm-hmm. where we, 
um, you know, you have to get the I, – I, in your uh, kitchenette, I saw there's an appropriate workplace behavior. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you took a photo of our, oh, of yeah. our, of our situation. I said to him when we were out there, I'm like, we're doing this. We're taking this photo. And I'm yeah. curious about these because the, the craziest thing was when we were um, – so every show – we were mindful of this type of stuff, I, I believe, um, at least our show was, and I know a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff was, for many, many years. We had to go through a seminar right. every single season that the show was on where we'd have somebody come oh, by really? and talk to us. And it took up, um, you know, like it was a, it was a day. We sure. had to go through it. And it was training to, for, for sexual harassment and right. for inappropriate work behavior. And um, the funniest thing was – we never had an issue. Um, I can right. say that now. Like the show's been, you know, off the air for a minute. We never had an issue, not even internally, where it's right. like we'll deal with it then. Our show was all inappropriate jokes. Absolutely. I was like, Oleg <laughs> should be giving this. He's like, show me and the me. What did the woman touch you? <laughs> like in court, the guy he just yeah. showed up and goes, show me and the me, and he's just wearing nothing. <laughs> point to where she touched. That, point to where she touched, but do it with this. But do it. Squeeze. Squeeze it like I'm a stress ball. <laughs> But so is this um, is this something new that, that just popped up? No, that's been there for a while. And uh, I still don't I've never read it. But I like that. It's like almost the way kids would see like the bigger words are the most important. Respect. Dude, it's tolerance. Rock. Bro, yeah. this is this is for it's <laughs> like the songs. Yeah. this looks like, hey, guys, we know you don't have any time. Just yeah. just it's like you just want to look at it and be like, got it. Respect. Go. Yeah. Like it's it, it, you look at it and it says do's and don'ts and then they're written in the smallest. <laughs> right. You never. The only thing. <laughs> It's written big is encouragement, culture, respect. Yeah. This is so I was thinking this is like Chad GBT, like writing one of these things. Yeah. Or it's like AI where it's just like respect. <laughs> right. Like how is this? It's just about encouragement and culture. Right. And then it's like, what don't we do? And then it's just like in the yeah, the tiniest thing. Yeah, just like all this stuff. But it's funny because when we did that for Two Broke Girls, I remember it was like, guys, don't do this in real life. And then we'd be like, oh, yeah, Oleg did that in last week's episode. <laughs> right. That was an entire 30 minutes. Dude, or they're like, don't do that. And then Kat, Kat, you know, Dennings would be like, oh, yeah, that's literally my character's through line this week. Yeah, the entire thing was the inappropriate. The entire thing. Yeah. And so it's interesting – Right, because it's all about time and place, and we talk about comedy, like right. when to do it. But that's the thing: is like say the worst thing, not worst thing possible, right. but it's like say something that like maybe we're all thinking it's kind of dangerous to say. And it's interesting that we never had this, but we'd have a talk in, and every time they would bring it up, it was like they were doing a stand-up show. Yeah, because they'd be like, "Don't do this," and then we would all laugh as if it was a joke because we're like, <laughs> "Oh, we're going to do it," and then we're going to pitch alts for it <laughs> for the vagina. It's perfect. It's perfect. I want to write something for Tom Hanks, but now the timing's shot. But yeah, for have to, to what would it be? Well, it would have been the I can't I can't do a Tom Hanks, but Mike Lindell would do it. It's to make the bitches in the office more comfortable. <laughs> ah, it's to make the bitches in the office a little more comfortable. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm Tom Hanks, and I'm going to ask you something. Are your bitches comfortable? Are your bitches comfortable? He's doing HR for pimps. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> It just says Hanks on the rings. Yeah. It just goes, oh, hey, bitch. <laughs> Better have my money. Yeah. He's in a giant fur coat. <laughs> right. It's like, but it's like the, um, it's like the cow print from Toy Story. Oh, yeah. That's Holstein. Little he's in the, Woody in the, in the he, vest. He's the Woody pimp. He's the Woody pimp. And yeah. he, he goes, oh, he's like, don't make me buzz you. <laughs> there's a snake in my pants. Yeah. yeah. Ah, there's a snake in my boot. Because that's how low it hangs. <laughs> but he's dead serious about everything. Yeah. It's very serious topic. Hey, hey, Trick, come here for a second. <laughs> he never. He only gets mad. He never smiles. Hey, hey, Trick, come here for a second. I uh, let me see, pull out your slinky. Let me see your Mister Potato Head. 
All right, we, I can work with that. I can work with that. Just like Stone yeah. Cold. He's HR for pimps. Right? <laughs> Love it. Or his uh, uh, quality control. <laughs> See, I could let you go all day. Uh, Jonathan all Kite. All day. I could go t- all day. The Tempe Improv all weekend long. Leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Anything you want to tell the world. Change the world if you need to. A lot of great, great people. They talk about on all the podcasts and all the and all the radio programs. They say, "How do you start every day?" Some people, it's diet. Some people, it's exercise. Me, I get pissed on by a Russian hooker. <laughs> That's how I've maintained this youthful glow. People say, "They say, Donald, are you orange? Are you orange?" They say a lot of times, "Are you orange?" I said, "No, I'm Russian hooker yellow." <laughs> They drink a lot of tang there. I, I drink, I, they drink a lot of piss. <laughs> By the way, did you see that NASA? God, what? How did that make you? Th- oh, tang. I see. I was going to say, how did you transition yeah. from they drink a lot of piss to, by the way? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm pro-trans. <laughs> I trans anywhere. And they, uh, I, but number one, I always said, how is the yellow Gatorade or the orange Gatorade not called the Trump? <laughs> yeah. Just have yeah, a, Trump a, flavor. Just Trump flavored. So yummy. <laughs> Tastes like KFC. <laughs> When you want to drink KFC, when you want to drink a bucket of chicken, um, but the uh, no NASA just had this thing where they have they can turn ninety eight they can turn water ninety eight percent of urine into water. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like yeah. Water World. Yeah, we're gonna start guzzling that. Yeah. Just start. To, what do you drink? The commercials are just gonna be like, what are you drinking there? My piss. <laughs> <laughs> I like who you drinking because then you get celebrity oh endorsements. Oh my yeah. god, who you drinking? Wow, Michael Phelps. Yeah. <laughs> Now it would uh, create more jobs. Fine. Yeah, AI it, can't do that. Yeah. Water, you know what AI can't do? Piss in my mouth. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> Hold on. I'm working on it. There will be definite future of me yeah. pissing in your mouth. I love that you do that. We do an entire podcast of Steve Ben Hawking. Hawking cast. Do you, I'm in. Do you remember a speak and spell? Oh, yeah, I used to do that. I, used to be I, my impression. I, I am speak and spell comes each other than guide at me improv this week and long. Ah, 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 ah. Beautiful. Uh, John, thank you, man. Thanks for coming in this Dude, morning. Dude, thank you so much for having me, guys. Awesome. Great John, to see you again. Yes, Tempe Improv this weekend. TempeImprov.com. You will enjoy yourself, I promise. No, no. Jonathan's staying. John- Jonathan Kite is staying with us till the end of the show. That's just going to happen. The Tempe Improv uh, is where you go see him, and uh, we're just goofing around. You Can you do the Guadalupe Squares tomorrow with us? Will yeah, you, I mean, you're, 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 he's going to do that tomorrow. That's less for me to do. Dude, See, that's in. what makes me happy is now I don't I can sit back and enjoy the damn thing. You can sit back with your with your my pillow. <laughs> I'll lay down on the couch and watch you take over the whole thing. By the so, way, yeah. this is a special offer. You get a my pillow now, you get free rails. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, this is what I'm the talking about. The eight ball pillow. Yeah, no. Oh man. It's <laughs> keep them on the shelves. It's the only black thing I'll have in my house. <laughs> Mike, we are on the air. Live. The way I do it. Live. Yeah. I like that he's almost Mr. Krabs. Oh, I yeah. like that he's just so close. SpongeBob, SpongeBob, how are you sleeping? He's also, he's also, he's a little, he's also sort of the, he's also, um, what's his name uh, for the guard from Shawshank? Uh, oh, um, Clancy, Clancy uh, yeah. Brown. Uh, Brown. One of my oh, the best. I love Clancy he's Brown. Plankton. Say that again, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, so we're gonna have you in tomorrow to do that. If I you're happy it. with that, That's yeah, a dude, good let's thing. do it. Yeah, we were just talking off the air about your. What, what? I didn't even ask you this. What do you have coming up? You're always in something. You got shows and all that. I know yeah, you got your, your your live comedy, but like, what else are you doing? I sold a movie. 
What is it? I, I wrote um, a um, a holiday movie. So I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm Jewish. And um, <laughs> so it's Christmas. Uh, yeah. So I can do Jewish impressions. I'm not putting on Jew voice. <laughs> Woke listeners. Um, but, you know, we had a joke yesterday emailed to me and it was stupid, but we loved it, which was, what do you get when you cross a Jew? Jesus. Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> which we yeah. were just like, uh, it's now going in my yeah. act. Yeah. <laughs> so if you come see me with Debbie Abram, yeah. I'll be opening with Christ jokes. <laughs> um, I said, I, I have a face like, but we were talking about before what we look like. I yeah. go, I would make a, a Jewish joke or like an Anne Frank joke. And I'd be like, come on guys. I was like. The people are like, oh, you, you're wondering if I'm Jewish? I'm like, I'm if Israel was a face. <laughs> I was like, and my mustache is the Gaza Strip because just uh, there's a lot of violence coming out of this right. little, it's just coming up this little hole. Sideways, everything's bad. <laughs> um, I, uh, so when I grew up, like, uh, you know, I think that uh, blessings, blessings to Hallmark and Lifetime, yeah. God bless, about the holiday movie. But right. when I grew up, Christmas Story. Yeah, that's the one. Um, uh, National Lampoons. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, these ones that everyone I like I like a good Christmas movie that the Muslims can enjoy <laughs> because I don't like the, that it's about the story of Jesus. Now that's fine, by the way. Sure. Passion of the Christ, you know, that's uh, not a Christmas movie. Really. For in my family, it is. <laughs> it's, your, it's your victory day. It's, your the, it's the thing we watch. Yeah, with a little, little bit of eggnog and, and Jesus blood. <laughs> it's watching the championship over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like watching the Steelers win the championship again. And, that, and great. his East, Easter uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. What a comeback. <laughs> that guy, can you believe it? He beat the bunny. Um, but I like the holiday movies that have nothing to do with religion. Because yeah. I think it's there's a, the, the indelible spirit that we just treat each other better. Yeah. And I like the magic. I love all the old cartoons. Yeah. I love the Grinch. So Rudolph, all that stuff oh. comes out. It's just the feeling of Christmas. And to me, that I don't does. celebrate the religious end. I celebrate yeah. the excessive Americana that shoots out of us with buying and be, and putting our houses up, making them look like whorehouses and just decorating silver and everything we'd never do normally. We were the only house in the neighborhood that didn't have lights. And oh. when I was a kid, my father, um, if you ever look at my social media, he looks like Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> Hello, I don't celebrate Christmas whatsoever. I'm anti-Christianity. <laughs> Clip it. Um, yep, there it is, there. Roseanne. Yeah. You're, done. It. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Flip it. Um, well, yeah. So I... Uh, the thing about um, – he told us, my brother and I, when we were little kids, he goes, they only put those lights up as landing pads so the aliens know where to land. <laughs> he told me that at two years old. So we were like, really? And then he was like, yeah. So he's like, we can't have that. Yeah. And, of course, it's, it's because, like the blood on the door. Yeah, that, that's what it was for us. <laughs> they passed over. He, that, 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 my father, it's the only thing he'll talk about in the Bible. <laughs> the the aliens. <laughs> The aliens, known as the Maccabees. Uh, that's hilarious. So it's a Christmas movie. It's a, it's a holiday movie that is in the vein of Elf. Okay. Elf, I love the movie yep. Elf. I mean, it's Will Ferrell's incredible. So it's that it's that type of thing. And I um, got hired to write it. We were supposed to do it earlier part of this year. And then obviously the strikes are everything's right. going on. Yeah. Things got pushed a little bit. We didn't want it to get interrupted. And so we are filming that. In, no kidding. Yeah, in the uh, in Oklahoma. And in, in it's the, so in the, in the fall. like you say, it's in the vein of Elf. It's like not about elves, but it's kind of got that same like silly Christmas factor without being ham handed about. It's parodying. I shouldn't say ham handed to a Jew. It's like you know what I mean. Ham, I don't know what that is. <laughs> right. That left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> brisket handed. Right, there we phone. go. Yeah, brisket. This man yeah. is speaking my language. <laughs> yeah, which is coupons. <laughs> I can say that. Huh? 
I, lo- I, I always played the exasperated Jew. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> um, uh, the old cat skills. Um, yeah. uh, Jackie Mason, yeah. too. Jackie Mason, yeah. How are you doing? I don't think he ever said, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> that's the new Jackie Mason. That's Jackie Mason Jack- Jr. Dude, Jackie, that's Jackie Mason with a backwards hat coming to talk to kids in high schools about drugs. Listen, this is Jackie Mason Jr. saying, what's up, fools? Don't do drugs. Peace out. For shizzle. What's up, player? What's up? What's up? Oh, on fleek. Don't forget the Jimmy hat. It's on he, fleek. He's just looking at the script like, what's a fleek? I know the fleek. Huh? I know nothing from fleek. So it's like the th- like the movie itself, though, is just about, is it about a young Jewish boy wrestling with Christmas or is, what's the theme? It's a, so it's a, it's about someone that dies. Stay okay. with me. And uh, it's not Jesus. Stay with so, me. So far, hilarious. And uh, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Holocaust. Stay with me. Hola what? Um, <laughs> um, that's how we pitched it. You know the Holocaust. <laughs> like, All right, we were there. Part of it. The Holy. I think he said Holy something. Holy Cross? The, the holy, holy Cross. The holy, I see what he's saying. The Holy Cross. It's, um, it's um, how you say the uh, pizza from the Vatican. The Holy Cross. <laughs> the Holy Cross. And so, um, yes, I'm doing Italian voice. Um <laughs> So it's about a it's about a, a girl a woman that dies and she comes back as a Christmas tree, oh. and it's like did you see the movie Megan? No, I didn't. So well, I know what you're talking. There's about. a great amount of comedy in that movie. Okay, where they really play up the idea that it's this AI, AI sort of girl. Chucky, right? But you know, without being like Freddy Krueger had more of the one liners or Chucky had more of the one liners, right. you know. But hers in her behavior, right? I mean, she's very funny, but it's also so. Th- this is about a magic Christmas tree. And sort of like about the magic of Christmas, and it's it's about believing in magic, and it it's sort of parodying all those Hallmark movies. So it's like there's there's always a bet. You know, one of my favorite things about Home Alone, another one of my right, favorite gem. is um is the fake movie that they have on the background that they made yes. for the movie, going like keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah, <laughs> so gunshot. We have yeah. all of those films. Oh, nice. they're fake films right. that we have that are playing in the background. All the holiday movies yes, are going that are like totally now. sappy and shitty. Ooh, sorry. Oh, that's sorry, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. Sappy sorry. and crappy. Crappy, sappy and crappy. <laughs> who are my favorite dwarves? I are they in the film? Uh, they, sappy well, and crappy will sappy, be there. Now. Yeah, sa- you write them in. Sappy and crappy sounds like an IBS commercial. <laughs> right. Are you sappy and crappy down there? Um, Mike Lindell diaper for when you're sappy and crappy. Um, it's the absorbent pillow. and comfortable. My diaper. My diaper. You got a pillow for your balls. Yeah. My diaper too. You know what that one takes care of. <laughs> not diaper one. It will no, not hold liquid. It's your thong. <laughs> it just leaks everywhere. Um, <laughs> which they can see you attack the air for breath after. It's like a, like a bass that you're holding out of the water. <laughs> Welcome to Mike Lindell. I Billy open mouth bass. <laughs> He's like a whale. He only has to go up for air every 30 minutes. I can talk for 30. Give me one second. It's coming. There's a timer that goes off. You think it's his birth control? Beep, beep, beep. He's got to surface. I need to surface. I'll be right back. Uh. And then he comes back down. 30 minute infomercial is back. Where was I? I didn't take enough air. I'll be right back. Um, under the sea. Just, uh, uh. Mike Lindell is aquatic. My my pillow is also my floaties. They're just on his little fins. They're so comfortable. Oh, Cocaine man. that works underwater. Um. So anyway, it's uh, back, back to the holidays. Back, back to the holidays. Yeah. This is part of it. Mike Lindell is part of it. Yeah. And so, can I ask a question though? Because like, it's a Please. woman who died. We don't know how she died. 
Much in the falls same. off a roof. Like oh, so, so we do know how she died. Falls See, this I appreciate because most of the time, like different strokes and Webster, we never knew why these kids were orphaned. No, I like the idea when you're going to give me a dead person, give me a dead person's backstory, and then they turn into a tree. But when they chop the tree down, aren't they killing her for a second time? So there, that's the thing about it. So there's the idea that she, there is magic involved with it, and okay. her, and it's her. Excuse me, getting the family to believe. Um, here's. It sounds cheesier than it is, yeah. but it's it's really about like families and um, sort of like the commercialism, like we were just talking yeah. about, you know, making fun of that. That I I really still do love Christmas. And again, my father is is anti Christmas, not anti Christ, but yeah. like he doesn't like. <laughs> wow, clip it. And um, father is not the antichrist. To be clear, I am not the antichrist. <laughs> oh, 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 there. <laughs> the antichrist is okay with my lifestyle. <laughs> Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. How did your dad handle hearing your brother was trans? Um, funny enough, yeah. no, like my brother looks always looked like a man. Yeah. When, when we were kids and we would go to a restaurant, right. the, the the server would always say, "What do your boys want?" Right. And so, my sister, for as long as I can remember, was gay. Right. And so it's like. God did the old switcheroonie, <laughs> right. and and then it's like nobody noticed. It's like when they did with right. the ant on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> just the new ant showed up. Yeah. They just brought it. They just brought you recast her as yeah. a brother, Uncle Viv. <laughs> and so they. So it was. It was the most obvious. So when my my sister said, "Oh, I'm a man. I I I mean, I I I'm trans, and I like to transition into a man." Honestly, it was like that. My dad was like, "You still have to take out the garbage. Right, just like, get the work done." It doesn't. My dad right. was like, "Yeah, anyway, do what you do." He wanted to go A to B with it. I, I, I don't care as long as you're not Christian. He's anti-trans. You, you shall not trans <laughs> to Christianity. <laughs> you shall not. I'm okay with everything. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm picturing the whole way. It's, it's not a cross. <laughs> you shall not try. He's now just, clean yeah, the just hitting the Bible with it. <laughs> Stabbing a Bible. In my life, there's only one book. <laughs> there's no second. There are three There are three Lord of the Rings, but only one Bible. There will be no rewrites. There'll be no. <laughs> I don't want a sequel. Easter does not exist except for bunnies and chocolates. Um, you're dead. Anyway, back to the film. So... So he was totally cool. I mean, my parent, my parents are incredibly liberal, the most supportive people in the world. I mean, I went to, you know, I was like in the, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. And then, you know, incredibly supportive. And so with everything that my brother and I do, they've been there for, for us yeah. always. And now my, my brother actually uh, has a wife and two kids. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And um, they got a sperm donor that, that is the same genetic makeup of my family. So the kids. Was it you? It, listen. Mike Lindell. Where's Mike Lindell? I'll give that sperm to you. Listen, I'm just donating. Guys, come on out to the fair. I'll be donating. I have a booth. I'm next to the the lemonade pop-up stand. Isn't he selling pills? I'm giving away cum. (laughs) Wait, what? Mike, what? He can only stop by once an hour. My hand job. 45-minute intervals. People say, oh, in Biden's America that we have jobs. The only I'm creating all the jobs, the hand jobs. And I'm creating all the people who do Thousands the jobs. Of hand jobs. Oh my god. By the way, the way we do them, he's slowly turning into a rock monster from Never Ending Story. 
Look at that. The slow, the turtle, the giant Morla. Morla the turtle. And Falcord, the lug dragon. And it makes sense because he's struggling with Earth's air. It's yeah. not quite right for him. Guys, I'll be right back. Get to the surface. There the Michael Lindell story. I just bought another two minutes. Beauty is only surface deep. The Mike Lindell right. Beauty Products. I want to know about your movie, but we're I got to I got to do this commercial thing. So do it, all right, Jonathan Kite is here with us this morning at Tempe Improv all weekend long, uh, and uh, we'll get back with that. You're going to be here for the entertainment drill, and then we're getting the hell out of here. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Jonathan Kite is here. He's at the Tempe Improv this week, and he's hanging out with us until the end of the show just because we kind of kidnapped you. We kind of hung on to you the whole time, so hopefully that's all right. Yeah, baby. All right, beautiful thing. Uh, if you want to go to the Tempe Improv, tempeimprov.com, and go to Jonathan Kite, who will be here tomorrow to do the uh, Guadalupe Squares, unless you sleep in. If you change your mind, we're fine with that, too. If I, I understand, because it's hard to wake up in the morning when you're not used to it. And if you don't want to, I'm not forcing you to. I, just I, mean, I don't have to be on camera, which is the, the, the best part about it. Yeah. Because Well, you've seen me. You realize why there's no cameras here. We, we want to make sure that the ratings stay They're, quality. They, when they see us, they're like, is this a, is this a NyQuil ad? <laughs> is this a Make-A-Wish thing? Are these kids getting their dream? Our last one. <laughs> it's our last show. The, the, the name of the, the show is The Last One. It just keeps going. We well, go until one of us goes. Guys, they did it. They're, they keep going. They keep 20 going. hours. We didn't expect that. By the look of it, uh, it is time for the uh, entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Jonathan, come with me and we can go up there and do some street fighting and some training. You ever been mugged or attacked or anything? Uh, I, You know, it's funny as I was t- talking, uh, we were talking before I got here. Dude, I did. I got mugged in Vegas. No kidding. I got uh, I got my, my uh, watch taken. No kidding. Well, yeah. see, so you need to come with me. Self-defense training and stuff it. like that. It's fun. It's a blast. And you can learn how to not be Jonathan Kite and keep your watch. And or be Jonathan Kite. Or, yeah. right or throw like, the watch yeah, away. Yeah, you can have you it. Go. Get away from me, you lunatic. Was yeah. it a Superman or a Michael Jackson impersonator? Was it actually embarrassing or was it an actual, like, thug? It, it was a guy. It was like a they, bad guy. Yeah, and then they, they got away and they had, they had, like, a getaway car planned and everything. Just to get your watch. I think that they were looking for... Um, and it wasn't even like, you know, it wasn't, I, I is guess this a Jesse Smollett by. moment. Are you, t- are you making this up as we go? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, they tried to, they, they, they tried to, uh, steal my cock ring and, uh, oh, hold on, <laughs> let, let me finish. <laughs> let me you finish. had a rooster. I understand the whole thing. You were I, very visible. I wasn't a brothel. Let me finish. Did they scream? Hey, there's that Jew Oleg. Because like they did for Jesse Smollett when they screamed, oh, there's that guy, there's yeah. that homo F word they screamed and from I, Empire. And I turned morning. around because I was like, it is that Jew Oleg. And then they got me. And then they nailed Why it. did I give them a thumbs up? <laughs> they go, you the watch it. is there. You got it, dude. Um, yeah. No, well, I don't like that you've been mugged. That's no, it was, it, was, it was unfortunate. And, yeah. um, was it quick? Did you just give up? It was it was very yeah, it was very fast. And, the smart um, thing to do. Yeah, that's part of self defense. That's really on brand with me. That's what we that quitting is. Yeah, easy. getting here out you of, go. Get out of the situation. I'm like, why am I hard right now? Yeah. <laughs> I've been training for this. Oh my god, that is not part of self defense. Although very effective, if you start getting aroused during the attack, most of the time the attacker is going to go. Or away. if you yeah, or if you arouse them. Oh, <laughs> they they grabbed here and I grabbed here. You got the all day pass there. Gently. I said, I'm, I'm also a doctor. Turn your head and cough. <laughs> That's soft. Hands. The only thing I could yell out. Oh, we're doing this. I'm huh? a I Jewish see. doctor. <laughs> Feeling a brisket? 
You can check out everything they've got at reactdefense.com. They're in Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. they got a kids program all summer long in uh, Chandler and Glendale. And then, of course, uh, everything you need to know about becoming a sheepdog and not being a sheep. Reactdefense.com. Uh, Brady, entertain me. According to a new poll, they asked Americans <laughs> their take on the Musk versus Zuckerberg fight. Who wins? If whatever happens. Yeah. Jonathan, you think you got this one? Yeah, Zuck. You think Zuckerberg wins? I do. I'm a Musk Because he's I'm just a Musk trained guy. so much longer. He's trained so much longer. He's a lot younger. Yeah. Um, and I just think that there's something, um, you know, like he, uh, I, I, I do a bit, a little bit about Mark Zuckerberg. There, there's a, there's something in his eyes. He's got like iguana dead shark eyes. <laughs> right. You know, where but it's I like. I think Elon does too. No, Elon's, they're, they're a little livelier. Like, <laughs> like. Elon, like you guys can't see, I'm killing this impression with my head in the <laughs> studio. Come see me live to see re- me really do Elon Musk. Right. But he, he has the he has the head of like a of like a, a woodland creature <laughs> that like hears something like a crack, like a break of a twig. Whereas like Zuckerberg just has that like it's more of a predator. Yeah, dude, like barracuda face, laser face. Yeah, just interesting. Yeah. And ahead. he's got and he's yeah. got his eyes are lazy. So he can see him coming from every angle. Like a Jackson chameleon. Dude, he's the Forrest Whitaker of Silicon Valley. <laughs> Bro, you're not going to sneak up on uh, Zuck, baby. <laughs> so you got money on Zuckerberg. I do. See, and I- have you seen the videos of him? He can play, but so can Elon. Elon's been doing it not as long. But well, they show playing. him in those tournaments. You I, know, I, but I don't know. Sparring, but... I don't know how set up that. They is. look like those Steven Seagal. I was just gonna say that. Those, that's, those are the ones great. I used to love. Where you just kind of tap a guy. Hey, come here for a second. <laughs> and you just hand them to the ground. <laughs> the guy's not. He's just moving into the punch. Right. He's holding his hand and smashing his face. Into it's like it. a wacky weightable, uh, inflatable tube guy <laughs> just going. Like, oh, this guy's killing. Guy's out of a car dealership. Everyone had a friend. I had one friend that was just obsessed with Seagal back in yeah. the day when he he. Thinking he was his hair out, did the ponytail and everything. Well, he emulated Seagal. Oh yeah, that's a bad move. (laughs) That's just a bad decision. He's as tall as I was. Yeah, that's bad. I said I I hope I I always imagine him wearing at the same time, always in a karate gi (laughs) and a native jacket with fringe. Yeah. (laughs) That's called this, you know. That's, that's called a uh, Seagal tuxedo. <laughs> Seagalian. I like. That. Well, twenty eight percent to sixteen percent. Twenty eight percent took Musk over yeah. Zuckerberg, and wow. the rest are just not sure yet. Seventeen percent odds are even. Thirty nine percent aren't sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to say the, the the other the other uh, percentage took whoever owns Snapchat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How are you non-committal when you're asked that on the streets? Who do you think will win a fight, Musk or Zuckerberg? He's a I'm just trying to get to my car, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's like, just hey, man, pick one. I'm at the ATM. Could you yeah. back off? <laughs> right. And Here's also, my what's watch. Your, what's Here's your my pin? watch. Yeah. That's all that yeah, guy I wanted from you. Yeah. Just take this. I gave it to him to shut him up. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Stop asking too many questions. Yeah, they run up to you. I had a, when I was going to see Book of Mormon, this um, TMZ uh, ran up to me and like right, like the mic in front of my face, the way that Augustus Gloom's father <laughs> eats the mic in uh, Willy Wonka. And they were just like... Um, you're going to see a Mormon musical or something like that. And I was like, I don't, you know, and then, and then it was, it was, uh, oh, what do you think of Mitt Romney running for president? And you're just like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> you're throwing curves. Yeah. Yeah. Right that was the original magic underwear. <laughs> my underwear. My underwear. My well, God. Sell a boatload. <laughs> my God. My, that's what he yells out while he's going in the underwear. <laughs> I'm crapping right now. My God. <laughs> Pete Davidson checked himself into rehab for yeah. a regular tune-up. Yeah. Oh, Guess not for drugs, everyone. just because he felt a little uh, off. Uh, take a mental break due to his PTSD. Yeah. and 
borderline that guy, personality man. disorder. That guy's everywhere. I just saw him. He's in yeah. he's in Fast X. He was in the Transformers movie. He's got a show. And also, oh, the, yeah. you know what? You can, only, you can only do that if you're famous. Like, I couldn't just tell my boss I'm going to take a month off just to be closer to me. You know what, though? <laughs> you can't do that. It's like you can't just leave the construction site and go, I'm not feeling up to me. You're right. just batching. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm batching construction. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm going to stay here and build for 48 hours. <laughs> but you know, the, the, the thing about that is um, I feel like not enough people do that. Um, oh, yeah. That, that that really is, like I think, an important thing just to have like a check-in and considering like everything that he went through. But the fact that he's able to do that, because obviously those movies that just came out, they're really big. Right. But he's able to do it in the middle of everything. Right. And maybe maybe it triggered in some way, you know. You gotta hit a reset button. Every yeah, time. dude. Yeah. So maybe it was timing with the writing strike too that could uh free him up. He, he goes, I got time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's still a window of opportunity to to, to rehab. That's yeah, it's a re- resetting yourself is important, otherwise you'll you'll redline, man. I don't do it enough. Yeah, nobody does. You gotta stop and smell the roses now and again. Yeah. Yep. Joel McHale says Donald Glover will return for the community movie. Oh, Whoa, cool. That's Chevy great. Chase will not. I was going to say, if Chevy's going to be in it. They're oh. filming next summer. Chevy doesn't know there's one. He's hearing yeah. about it right now. <laughs> yeah, he just got wind of it. I just saw it. Chevy Chase is the, basically the main guy on the Christmas con. That they're doing. Yeah, they're touring that around. He's, he's Griswolding along on that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. Which I heard, well, I, maybe Chevy, it lasts. You know, the Chevy Chase, it's, it's, it's a weird thing because I think that people have really polarizing opinions about him. Yeah. And the... The stories, well, that's because people who have met him and then people who have not met him. <laughs> I was going to say the stories are they, – they really run the gamut. Yeah, yeah. Well, you watch uh, you that Belushi documentary about how they were so competitive and, oh. you know, divided the camps at SNL. Yeah, because he they didn't know anyone's names. They were called the Not Ready for Primetime Players. Yeah. Yep. And the only one whose name they knew was Chevy Chase because he said, I'm Chevy Chase and you're not. That's it. And yep. so the rest of them were the company. And he won the Emmy that first season. Yeah. And that was the only season he was on. Dude, it's insane to know that Chevy Chase's whole Saturday Night Live career was one year. It's like that guy who goes to who plays one year of college. Yeah, they win yeah. the championship. He's Player of the Year, and then goes on yeah. to win. And yeah. The rest of the team is unknown, and they got the ring too. It's but crazy. it's crazy. They the show. I think maybe because I'm a Bill Murray diehard. Yeah, it got better. Oh, absolutely. Bill, Bill yeah. Murray didn't come into the second right. season. Yeah. And that's the one where they, and then Chevy punched Bill Murray when he came back to host it. Oh, there's legendary stories about the whole thing. But yeah, I think so too. It became more about the laughs than the person. It, there was no star of that show. Right. Just the key. Yeah. Is that it, Brady? That's it. That's it. There you go. Jonathan, thanks for being here, man. Dude, thanks for having me. And guys. tomorrow you're coming back. I'm coming We're not back. getting rid of you at all. You get one good night's sleep, and how's that going to work out? I'm going to bed now. Not on drinking. Your, on your pillow. Not drinking tonight. Not yeah. drinking tonight. He's going to lay his head on his, my pillow. <laughs> my pillow. I'm going to come up for air. Yeah. Uh, my pillow is also a bladder. It holds water. It holds white claw. <laughs> Throw away your first my pillow. This is my pillow too. Electric boogaloo. It is yours for free. It's also a heating blanket. <laughs> it's a house for two. It's also a flashlight. Boyo. Can be used as a camping cottage. I love him. It's everything. I love it. It's also it's a it's a white powdered wig in case you want to play dress up Hamilton. Sand on the rep. I'm not throwing away my shot. You know why? Because I have a gun. It, it holds it. It's a whole. Stick. That would be something you do as a, a prep pillow. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got knives in it. Yeah, like a flare. The Swiss Army pillow. The wig. Stitch for, yourself up. Just, yeah, just don't sleep on the nail clippers. I did that one time, and I cut off all my eyelashes. <laughs> On one side of my face, I look like Two-Face from the comic book Batman. 
I love the white wigs for when he does White Hamilton. <laughs> I know oh, White Hamilton the way it was supposed to the, be. The way that it really was. <laughs> Guys, someone said, have I seen Hamilton? Have I seen Brown Hamilton? <laughs> That's how it's known in my house. Brown Hamilton. The, ma- the man's name is Lynn. What more do you need to know? It's like, wow, we're learning a lot about you, buddy. Uh, Jonathan Kite at the Improv tonight, and we'll see him tomorrow for the Guadalupe Squares and get all done. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, uh, We're done. Let's get out of here. Larry's next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.